Okay. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another oh. episode of the Nation's <laughs> Recording. What day is it? It's Sunday, the 29th of October, twelve eighteen. Let's go. Twenty twenty three, year of our Lord. Today I have Diego with me. What's up, Diego? How's it going? So uh, you've you, been hanging out for a little bit. Yeah, bro. We're warm. Now we're. It's good because when you go in cold, it's kind of like you gotta. Yeah. You gotta build the rapport again. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm still getting used to the whole like. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna clip it? Are you gonna like <laughs> edit it all unfiltered? Where's it going? Don't worry, I'm lazy. I'm not doing any of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but but yeah, no, that like the sense of like rawness, like I, I like I was reading this book about the Wild West, and it was like you, settlers would go on land that was like Indian land, and they had to build a fort because they would go and just get killed. Right, right. And it's like there's no like. Hey, you can't go kill around killing people. They're like, we'll kill you. Like, we you don't tell me what to do, kind of thing. But now it's all like, if you kill somebody, we have tons of ways of finding out exactly who killed you. I mean, it's still like you can get away with murder. Murder's not too dumb to prove, though. Um, but like, you can still get away with murder. But it's the perception of like, you can't get away with anything that's illegal anymore. It's incredible. I feel like we're still like we we're just talking about the fact that 30, 40 years ago that you wouldn't have any sort of prosecuting power because no evidence mm. would be able to be accumulated. I mean, just DNA technology is getting slowly, slowly better, right? But it feels like uh, the world is still siloed into like these little areas where you have iPhones everywhere and you can like actually see where people are going, what they're doing all the time. But then you go somewhere else and people are still living with like tech two generations back. Yeah. And like that's a completely different world. Well, they say it's like rural areas are like 10, 20 years behind. It's like, yeah, there's places in, you know, the Midwest that don't have internet. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, what? How do you not, how do you not have internet? I get this a lot when I'm at like the cutting edge of something, like even something as simple as like, oh look, chat GBT just dropped. Mm -hmm. And people are just like, what are you talking about? And to me, I'm like, my mind's spinning, the gears are going. I'm like, where's this gonna go? I'm like, five months, six years, 10 years. Like, am I, like, I'm thinking about being a doctor. So is the profession of medicine gonna be radically different in 10 years? But then I'll look at someone and they're like, yeah, this doesn't really apply to my life. I like, mm. I could maybe use it to like proofread a document or like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they don't, they don't see that spark, but I've actually seen it with like a couple people. Like I showed my dad how to use it and he uses it for um, some like proposal writing. Mm. Um, different people in science, like all of a sudden they'll, they'll see like, oh wait, I can kind of ask this like little hypothetical question and it gives me like something that I wasn't thinking about, kind of like a, you know, like when you get writer's block, you just sit there and you're like, you're stumped. Mm -hmm. With GPTs, I don't think that you get that much as, a, as much of that stump. You get kind of like this fluidity of, okay, if I'm stuck here, I can just talk in like the conversational way that you and another mm -hmm. person would just like keep going. Like mm -hmm. if you're with someone, you just keep going for hours and hours and hours. There's no really like stop gap. So it's always like, you always have the opportunity to kind of not only see like a reflection of your ideas, but kind of the distorted reflection that allows you to like have a conversation kind of with it. Yeah. But it's always accessible, like a conversation at any time, anywhere. Yeah. I feel like it's like a, I've never played squash, but like I know you have to heat up the squash ball to like get it going and like bouncing against really? the wall. Yeah. It's like a, it's really, um, it's like this hard piece of rubber or something mm -hmm. and like it's got a bounce a lot and get some heat in it before it actually ricochets. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you're talking to an LLM, you just have this like understanding that there's like another mind next to you. Mm. I mean, maybe we, we don't, don't really know how much of a mind there is, but it feels like it sometimes. Mm. It's getting more conversational. It's getting there, it's starting to feel more like there's a presence in the room. 
And I feel like humans are so geared to just like continue down that rabbit hole, have like, like cogs keep turning. But when you're sitting in front of a page and you're writing and it's just you and you're looking at like the immensity of like a blank canvas, you're just like, you get stuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two things with that, but I'll probably forget the first. But um, I think it's <laughs> kind of like a, it's almost like a boggle of like, you know, you play boggle, you shake it up, it gives you random words. It's like, oh, I need an idea. I need an idea. Let me just find something that's just going to give me something hmm. random. Like you can't, because right, you're thinking and you can't like separate your thinking and think different automatically. You need something that thinks differently in order to like give you something unexpected and you can be like, oh yeah, actually that. And then you can kind of go off of it. Versus if you're sitting there with like no inputs, you're just going to sit there. It's like you're a computer, you're waiting for somebody to type something and you can't do anything until somebody types something into you and then you're like, oh, now I can start running functions all about this thing. Yeah. Versus like, I mean, it's, it's the same with a person too. It's just like, it's a, like a random number generator, basically. Like, cause you don't know what the fuck's going on with another person, right? You know your whole mind, but everybody else is a little bit different of a computer. You don't know what, you know? <laughs> and it's like, and that kind of goes to like, when you're like language and trying to convey an idea is like, I know what's going on in my head. I have this picture of something and I can try and language it to you and take my picture and put it into your brain. But I have no way of knowing if you actually see what I'm seeing. Are we trying to speed run how fast in a podcast someone can drop the word consciousness? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like you're trying to do that right now. Like we're going there. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, AI, it's kind of like you have the, I, I don't, I don't know that like you're going to be able to make AI conscious. It's just, is it, complex enough to like trick the human mind into thinking it's conscious like you know like uh, a video isn't actual motion it's a bunch of pictures but it's played fast enough to where your eyes see it as like a moving thing it's like mm -hmm. if you can just trick your sense of like if something's a personality of like it acts enough like a person to where you think it's alive but really it's just like a bunch of rocks yeah I mean I feel like I'm doing that with every single person I meet like I mm. know like in understanding their internal state. Mm. Even if like we go into the sci-fi future of like, can I neuralink myself into your brain? Mm. The second that you like make that synaptic like jump, that you're them and they're you and like together, mm. you're stuck with the like observer or like actor effect where you're like, now you're the actor, you're, you're them in that moment. As soon as you disconnect, you still have no clue whether or not that body in there is still conscious. Like mm. are they doing anything? Like. That sucks. I feel like we have no sort of technology, even now, or like in our wildest sci-fi imaginations, that would be able to detect some version of consciousness. Although, like, I could be totally wrong. I don't know too much about the philosophy of that. Well, it's, you know, it's understanding what the hell is consciousness. I think that's like the question at the end of the day, kind of like, what is God? What is life? It's all kind of connected to like, what the fuck is this? Kind of like... I don't know. I feel like we can do a lot of work, even with like... When you intuition pump just like oh, a simple phrase like what is it like to be a bat like there's a great philosophy paper my girlfriend's like super into it she wrote a whole thesis um kind of like surrounding that question and like sensory modalities but mm. if you ask like what is it like to be a rock what is it like to be a bat what is it like to be another person mm -hmm. i feel like that's getting at what we we're all kind of talking about when we say consciousness there's something that it's like rather than just like it is and there's nothing that it's like to be yeah but well i think that um, I keep cracking my fingers in this microphone. No, that's all good. Um, but like, so have you heard the theory? I, I don't know the name. It's like the last Tuesday theory of like the whole world was created last Tuesday, and yeah. we have no way of telling. Absolutely, it's sort of like yeah, you you're all of your perceptions like it's and it's kind of like the th I think therefore I am. It's like 
I know it wasn't created last Tuesday because I was there last Monday, mm-hmm. and I remember being there. But it's like, oh, I remember. It's like, no, no, no. But for a moment, I was. I know I was present. It wasn't like, oh, it was just a memory that popped up. It's like there was. I am here right now, and I know that I am here right now. And while this will be documented in my brain, it's like, I'm here right now. Kind of. I don't know how to flesh that out. Are you saying like? You know that you were here five minutes ago, or no? Yeah, really? I know I was here five minutes ago because I'm, I was, really? I, was I was, I was present. I don't know. As I am present like a, right now, that feels like an I know I have hands type argument. Just like a, <laughs> no, seriously, it feels like <laughs> just brute force, like common sense, like oh, I totally have because yeah. I do. You it's know? like it's not really anything <clears> there. Yeah, one plus one. Look, look at it. You know, it's like okay, well, you got to get a little more intelligent than like look. Right, like, you yeah, see yeah. it? It's it's two, right? Yeah, that like Morian shift. The, yeah, the philosopher that's behind that. The idea of I just have hands. It's there. I don't know. Something about that feels like a toddler tantrum, not wanting to like engage with like, hey, you, do do you really know like? Engage with the skepticism. I, I think that's kind of like fighting the hardest ideas, though, of like proving, like, how do you know that one equals one? It's like, oh, that's a toughie. Like, I don't, uh, like, how do you even start? You're just like, it is. But, like, how do you get to the base of, like, like, I know I'm me. I know I'm conscious. How do you know? It's like, yeah, I'm right know. here. I don't know that you're conscious. <laughs> like, that's the whole thing of, like, everybody else could be made up simulation. How do I know that you're seeing it? Like, how do I know that you are conscious the way yeah. I'm conscious right now? I'm me. I know for sure I'm me. I don't think I get the math between, like, does one equal one? Like, I, mean, I don't get like, not, the, the mathematical, like, philosophy. I don't even math- know if that necessarily is a problem. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But you know what yeah. I mean? It's like... I think... Okay, yeah. Like, the problem seems a little intractable right now because it's like, I can't know what's in your head. But I think everyone just decides, like, hey, we're going to ignore that and, like, keep working as though it's true because, mm-hmm. like it would feel very lonely if I didn't really believe that you were in there. And yeah, I know I really like thinking about this like problem as to, like I ask a lot of people like, what's your sliding scale? Like how far can you empathize? How far can you go into like what you think is conscious? Cause a lot of people can go, okay, maybe monkeys. That's very similar. Mm-hmm. Like maybe some dogs, would you go as far as an ant? Yeah. And then like, if you can go as far as an ant, why not like maybe even a jellyfish? That's just like a ring of neurons. Yeah. And then, can you go even deeper than that? Could you possibly say there's anything, anything at all? Like not even consciousness, the way that we think and like reason about things like math, philosophy, and like social interactions. But is there like an iota of that in a microbe, mm. or even smaller in an organelle, a ribosome, something that doesn't exist that or something not exists? Have you heard like, of like, like the like consciousness in everything? Like yeah, like in, like in a carbon, it's like yeah, it's. We can't understand the consciousness of this table, but yeah. it has a level of yeah, like. Yeah, I forget the name. I'm blanking on. It. I was gonna bring it up. Um, uh, it's. It'll come to me. I'm gonna come. Yeah, so. I don't know. I'm kind of partial to that one. I need to read more on it. I, I love David Chalmers. I think he's, like, just putting his thumb on the problem of like, uh, the hard problem of consciousness, rather than like, oh, like, what can we do about like saying things about neuroscience and like brainwaves and all this other stuff but like that hard problem is to like are things conscious mm. like it, can i determine if something else is conscious i think that's really cool um oh philip goff mm. he's the guy who has the um consciousness might be everything mm. or like everything might be like at some substrate level it's not conscious. panpsychism panpsychism that's no. it that's, that is it yep but well i, I I mean, I kind of think that's where the you try and meld science with sort of religion 
in that like you know in broad strokes here but like the religious view is like consciousness is from god you can't science consciousness it is the the x factor it is pure chaos pure random there is no system to it you just i don't think there's much useful about like tossing things into this like bucket of we can't ever do science though because like but like there's the opposite of you can science it all the way right and then it's yeah. like all right how do you connect the science like because again consciousness is just so like what the fuck is that that it's like all right you could say like does it occur spontaneously once you get like yeah. complex enough is like oh once you read a certain amount of neurons yeah. then your consciousness i feel like they, yeah. or like is it in everything and that's why you just collect enough of it that it's like now we have a more complicated consciousness but if you just make it down to one unit of consciousness it's still there yeah but like putting like this theory like just toying around with this theory like chewing it like a big piece of bubble gum in your mouth mm -hmm. like I don't know what there is to do with it. That seems a little bit like metaphysics, unless there's like a testable hypothesis out there. Mm -hmm. But I was super partial to what you just said about um, going all the way and saying like, oh, you can totally science everything. Mm -hmm. I'm also not partial to that. I'm like, mm -hmm. um, there's, I like skepticism a lot. So I like to say that, hey, there's might be some things out there that will never ever like know, like mm -hmm. be able to peer into the knowledge, peer into the truth, whatever you want to like say about that. I like reserving the idea that like the limits of what we can know is out there but also like why ascribe anything like totally as that in any moment because again you never know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, don't know, I think about it um, just sort of me engineer brain is like efficiency like no system is 100% efficient mm -hmm. like you can never there is 100% knowledge but you can never reach it you can only get asymptotically closer and closer and closer but you will never reach the 100% efficiency mm -hmm. or 100% knowledge sure and maybe that's just the way the system has to work because if you were able to reach you know complete knowledge then it would just terminate and that's the end of the story like it's like the world is a like self-generating like it goes on infinitely because there is that like disjointed nature to it like there is the imbalance of like you know it's not a zero-sum game because then at the end of the day it would all just collapse and go back to zero and nothing would happen it's like somehow there is a disconnect where it's just a repeating pattern over and over and over again that it just can infinitely build on itself because Some it's always like it i don't i don't uh what you were saying about the like asymptotically like approaching um some degree of knowledge i like that like concept of the truth mm. whether or not i think that's like what's actually out there again i'm just gonna like reserve my judgment on that i like that sucks bro i hate that like really i like don't reserve come on it's not a reserve i mean <laughs> if you reserve enough then we're done here like <laughs> no, no this no. is all about bullshit <laughs> not really or, like, I feel like to me things are like in the philosophy community what you call empirically adequate like what can you say that oh if i go see that experiment done again mm -hmm. how likely is it that i'm like probably going to see the same result maybe not like we can say like maybe not but as far as i'm concerned like tigers usually around here if i go in there am i gonna get mauled by a tiger okay i'll stay away from the tigers mm -hmm. like that's kind of like where i'll draw my like distinctions on like how are we gonna operate in this world even though truth might be this like exceptional ideal that we're not actually mm -hmm. gonna attain but like it's a nice like target practice like we, we try to like mm. shoot for the stars or shoot for the moon and land on the stars you know yeah. concept um but it works it's sort of like a practical like 
you know, you won't get killed every time by the tiger, but practically it's like, don't go in there. Yeah. I don't think that that means that there's truth, though, because, like, we make such crazy assumptions. I'm like, like, one of the biggest ones is in physics. Like, we kind of assume that, like, the laws of physics are pretty much uniform. Like, mm-hmm. you'll say that, like, oh, like, oh, five minutes ago, like, and now are pretty much the same. If I drop my pen now, or if I drop my pen in five minutes, like, it'll probably do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't operate within the confines of, like, oh, like, maybe in, like, 30 seconds, the laws of physics are going to change and, like, the pen is going to shoot upwards or explode or mm-hmm. turn into a jellyfish or something like that. Or, like, it changes in a way that's mappable still. Like, gravity is fluctuating, but we can also write that down. So it's something that can all be put into one system rather than like every once in a while there's like a piece of chaos. Approximations are great. Like Newtonian gravity is awesome, but it's not true according to what we like understand of like quantum mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like we're still trying to reconcile um, gravity into that system too. But so. they still teach it for all intents and purposes. It works like for here on Earth. Yeah, it does the job. Yeah, that's the. I like, uh, my dad calls this the theory of close enough. Yeah. It's like, if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's probably a duck, but there might be a platypus yeah. out there somewhere. Well, it's like, that, and that's the thing is like, there is no 100% efficient system. And you like, there's a good, like, when I saw that internal, most internal combustion engines are like at most like 30% efficient. That's horrible. Yeah. It's you're a- like, what? We're only getting 30%? I thought we were getting pretty high out here. It's like, no, but that's good enough for the entire world to run. We got plenty of oil. It's like. Yeah, yeah. Who really needs it? And there's also the um, the I thing of like solar cell, like 100% efficient. Maybe, but That'd like be awesome. Uh, it's also like, is it practical? Because there's like there's efficiency or, or what's, what was the thing he said? It was um like there's like a robust system, and then there is an efficient system. I think that's the general term or the gist of it. It was like. You can make it work with anything. Like, there's certain diesel engines you can just pour, like, grain alcohol into it or cooking oil. It works. It's super inefficient. But it works with just about anything. Yeah. Or there's engines that are so precisely made, they can only take one specific type of fuel. Like, a jet engine yeah. takes one very specific type of fuel, but you can get so much fucking power out of it. You can, you're can. you so efficient with, like, yeah. an engine like that. There's that scene from The Walking Dead where, like, Rick, like, vomits into the, the gas cap and, like, they run the car on, like, just whatever they had. Just vomit? <laughs> like... It was like they poured alcohol and like whatever more like liquid that they had around it. Mm. Like you could let go. I'm like that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny to think about. But it's it's like, well, and I think about that just with like the human system of like, all right, there's certain times where like government, we want it to be 100% efficient so nobody gets like left behind. Everybody lives a good life. But it's like, all right, if 70% of the population, or really you only... I guess need 51% of the population <laughs> to live a good life. The government will probably be sustainable. You can probably keep it going for quite a while. Yeah. But there's like a, what's the like 90-10 principle? Like 10% of the effort like gives you like 90% of the gains. Mm. And then like a lot of people exist. I've heard of 80-20, but. Yeah, like, 80-20. Yeah. Yeah. And then like everyone exists at this like edge where they're like grinding and suffering away trying to get that last like 20% efficiency. Yeah. Like how do we make it like 100%? And maybe it's just better to approach more things in everyday life is like hey like get it to that 80% and move on like, yeah. get to the next thing you know but it's like I think you need to be it's, it's sort of a safety thing of you have to try and get the 100% because then you'll land at the 80% because if you approach it as like I just want to get 80% then it's you'll an excuse yeah, yeah you just get lazier you need that and that's what we were talking about before of like the idealist 
or like the mm-hmm. the, the thesis, the antithesis is like you need these two battling ideas at both opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. to combine and make something in the middle that's actually use usable. Because if you just went with the ideologues on one side, it's like right. that probably end up like shit. Yeah, I'm totally. I'm sympathetic to the idea that like maybe the skepticism that I hold that like oh like truth might not be like the subjective thing out there or like like the target that we're shooting for does that actually exist um like this this mindset of skepticism might not be a good thing for the populace as a whole like if everyone adopted that like Mm. would there be more nihilism in the world and would people like go towards their pursuits less not me like i have like i think like from a young age i had like some ambition towards like discovery and curiosity like very early on Mm. but i don't know about like everyone you know i i have some great friends who are like this and i i I want to believe that, like, if you think more skeptically and, like, you can still pursue things out of just, like, this innate drive passion, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to take more, like, surveys. Maybe, like, Phil Papers has a, a great survey on that. There's kind of, I don't know, like, I think you get, like, two ideas of, I don't know, like, be skeptical, but also is it efficient to be skeptical? Or, like, can you explain that a little more? I don't exactly get what you're saying. Like, some people aren't, don't need to be naturally curious about everything or, like, don't need the the drive to find out more or what do you mean yeah i guess like um let me try to think of an example yeah the more i think about it, i have no idea what you just said <laughs> okay yeah, sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> like uh if i say like oh there's um there's a box behind this wall like and i truly believe that like at the core of my being mm-hmm. like, there's a box behind this wall i'm gonna um fight tooth and nail to prove that to other people because i can like send a metal ball over the wall and see if it like pings on this like mm. box you know I can uh, try to x-ray through the wall see if I can like see the box like mm. can I get more visuals on it like can I go after it you know like, a lot of scientists I think are actually like realists they think there's truth out there there's like objective reality and, like you can actually go find these things and that's very motivating like if you can find it and you like philosophically think it's there that's a huge motivating principle but um I don't know like if you think that like hey the box is just like an empirically adequate thing that like yeah my senses might be able to take that in but like who knows if i'm in the matrix or like um whether or not there's Mm. like a reality out there to be touching on like if you're super skeptical maybe that eliminates some of that driving force to go find that box because you can't you can't really ever attain it at the end of the day yeah i guess like you can attain the like sensory input like you might be able to like have hear that ping see the x-ray but like what's going on is that just like in your head is that like is there actually some reality out there yeah at the end of the day you can always say we're in a simulation though and it's like you can't you can never yeah undo uh, that like it's always going to be like that's the trump card of look look at this stuff it's like oh it might be simulated like well fuck i mean i guess i don't know i like that it's like for me i think it hedges against being like too sure on things like sometimes you can spend 20 years or 30 years in a career pursuing something because you like truly believe it's there mm. like that passion like i was talking about like the passion that motivates you to go like create the atom bomb or like um discover how to use plasmids and like other things like that like, mm. maybe it'll push you into like these gravity wells where you just get stuck and like you you roll the gears and you go forward and like you're kind of spinning in the mud whereas someone else who like maybe approaches it with like just innate imbued passion but also the skepticism might be able to say like hold on hold on hold on Am I am I gonna find something there? Like, am I gonna see something behind the X-ray? Mm. Or like, are there alternative theories? Like, can I go and discover this in a different way? If you got some of that like 
humility to be like, I don't know things. Mm-hmm. When you say I know things, I feel like that's like kind of dangerous. You might mm-hmm. be able to like just be stuck there and like no one can convince you of something because you have this like almost religious zeal towards like, yeah. that's like fanatically there, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't really do much in science if people don't like operate like every data point we get, every like empirically adequate like understanding of the world is just another like, oh, let's let's take this theory, let's put it in this bucket, let's put it in that bucket over there. If some buckets have more evidence than others, we'll like do stuff with that. If they have less of evidence, we'll like probably be a little more cautious in those areas. But like you can continually move things from buckets to buckets as you like gain info. Mm. I think that's a better way to view science as opposed to like looking at like I think a lot of scientists or like maybe people just think of science as we're shining a flashlight on the room. Mm-hmm. Like there's actually a room there and we're shining a flashlight and finding it. But I don't think that's actually how science works. I think we like consistently like gather data and like decide amongst each other how does how do we think the room looks? Like I saw some light come from here, I saw a shine over there, I saw mm-hmm. a silhouette over there. The room's maybe like this, maybe like that. I think that's a better way to look at things. Well, I think that's that's a really hard thing, though, like, because I guess it's sort of the idea of moderating between I know everything and I know nothing. It's like, because it's easy to be like, or, you know, to go one at a time. It's like, oh, you know nothing. It's like, well, you'll never get anything done ever. Like, there's no science to be accomplished. Like, I, can't, I don't know anything. I can never know anything. I'm just sit here and just die. Or it's like, I can know everything. And you just endlessly, like, go and be like, I know this. I know that. I know that. It's like, if you're making a painting, right? Or out the outset, you can paint anything, but it's like if you don't decide, if you're like just living in the chaos of you can't know anything, it's like well you'll never paint anything. I don't know about that. I feel like, but if you're if, if you're the scientist, you're like I'm gonna set out to paint this picture. I think this is the picture that needs to be painted. I'm gonna paint this. Can't you just want to like? But it like okay, if you're halfway through the painting and somebody comes and says like, oh no, this painting's wrong. You should be painting something else. People are gonna be like, I just painted half of this. I'm not going to go back and erase it all. I'm going to finish my painting rather than constantly like erasing, redrawing, erasing, redrawing. But it's... do you need to believe in truth to like finish the painting? Because like, I think you can be painting something and consistently think to yourself, I guess I don't really know whether or not I'm in a simulation, but this is fun. My hands are moving. What I think are my hands, you know, like I'm going to reserve judgment as to whether there's truly hands there. Mm. But I like doing this act of painting. Like, you know, the guy who like goes back into the matrix, he actually liked that steak that he was like being given by uh, uh, Mr. Smith or whoever Mm -hmm. um, in that movie. So like, I think there's like something to be said about like feelings and wants and desires or like these things that motivate and push rather than necessarily this like underlying philosophical substrate. Like, do you really need to believe in truth to do anything or are you just gonna sit on a a stump if you like don't believe in anything? Well, no, I mean, it's like, it's hard to stay in that moderate state of in-between of like, I know some stuff, but it's subject to change, but I can still hold on to it semi-firmly of, I have it in my hand and I'm not going to grasp it at like, I have this in my hand. Hmm. You can always willing to let go of it versus people who will never grab onto it. It's just like, it's not useful or it would drive you insane to constantly be like in and out of things of like... I don't think you have to. I think like, maybe what you're saying about like loosely grabbing something. Um, you can just say like I reserve judgment. I reserve the like that like action of being like I believe mm. or I don't believe. You know, a lot of people would like like if you, if you get hard pressed. If I like put you up against the wall and I'm like, do you believe this phone exists on this table? 
maybe you can just say like, I don't know. I reserve that judgment. Like, and then continue acting about your day. You can pick up the phone. You can call your mom. You can like do anything. Yeah, but I think that's kind of like bullshit. Like, <laughs> like it, to me, it's, it's it's not like effectively you believe it's there, right? When we when I go back, my car is gonna be there. It's like it might be stolen, but like I'm gonna act as though it's there. I believe it's there, and I can reserve the judgment of if somebody asks me, yeah, "Oh, is yeah. the car there?" I could be like, "Well, maybe," but it's like I am acting as though yes, it is there. So sure, like, sure, sure. it's sort of like at any point in time when you go to like kind of look in the in the Schrodinger's box, see about the cat. It's like you could be like at any point in time. Well, maybe there's a cat in there, mm-hmm. but you have to act as though there is a cat or there isn't a cat. You can't act in like. You know, it's it's a fork in the road. You can't walk down the middle. You have to pick one in your actions. Why can't you act as though it might be a cat? Because it's not... That's an impossibility. I mean, I can act as though it might be a phone on the table. No, you're either going to pick up the phone or not. You're not going to, like, half pick up the phone because then that's nothing. No, I mean, like, I can pick up the phone considering the idea that I might be picking up the phone. You know? like. But you... No, no, that seems like... See, you're getting back to this, like, oh, there's a phone there. It just is. No. That's the Morian, like, I have hands. It's like... It just seems like, like... I mean, yeah, it is like, I have hands, but, like, looking at it, like, there might be a phone here. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? There might be a... Like, it's in your... Look at it. Like, yeah, it is, it's just, like, you're acting as though there's a phone there. You're not gonna, like... I think you, the reason people don't like this is because... No one talks like that. There's no language to be like, oh, I might. Oh, let me hedge on this. Let me hedge on that. Yeah. We like talk as though there's a snake in front of your foot. You know, like, hey, look, there's a snake. Yeah. We say those things. And like evolutionarily, we probably evolved to act as though there's an external world. Mm. Things are out there because that's super useful. And like, I totally agree that like, I'm not just going to go around talking to like all my compatriots about like, oh, like, you don't really know if you're in a simulation because I'm going to act crazy if I, like, say that to everyone and just, like, always am undermining, like, this, like, kind of entrenched idea of truth in our society. I'll, I'll like, talk about philosophy with a friend on a podcast or, like, mm. in a philosophy class, but um, and even, like, in pleasant conversation over lunch. Like, I have friends that, like, to talk about this. It's, like, pretty fun. Like, I enjoy that. Other, not everyone does. Mm. That's okay. I'll continue saying, look, look out for the snake. So mm. I'm just gonna use that language. That language is more useful nowadays. I don't. My my theory about it might have been stated by somebody else, but it's like we are like binary systems at our. It's like our nerve is on or off, and so every idea is either yes or no. Oh, you can't I, operate with the tertiary middle of like oh the neuron is half firing. What the fuck is that? It's like the snake is there or it's not. The phone is there or it's not. You can't act. You can't both pick up the phone and not pick up the phone because it might be there it's like no you are picking up the phone therefore it is there like you are acting you've made a choice about whether or not the phone is there yeah because it's either on or off in your mind at the very base at the most base i guess like consciousness or if you say like one neuron is consciousness like it's on or off the thought is either going or not yeah yeah it's either happening or not it is or it isn't there is no maybe you you either do or you don't there is no try kind of thing like (laughs) I mean, like, I would push back on, like, the neurons either on or off, because, like, what do we define as on or off? Is it, like, half of a neurotransmitter leaking from the end of a neuron? Like, is it the signal It's like that's... an action potential. Like, I mean, an action fun. potential is, like, a graphical representation mm. of what's going on in a neuron. Like, I'm a neuroscientist by training for, like, the audience mm. um, with a minor in biochemistry and philosophy. Um, a neuron itself is just getting, like these voltage changes across this like axon this like mm-hmm. long strand in the mm-hmm. middle right 
And as it gets to the end, it has this depolarization, which leads to these little bubbles kind of exiting out the, mm-hmm. out the back end. And those bubbles are filled with chemicals. The chemicals cross the synapse, this like little gap, mm-hmm. and they'll turn on the other neuron so it goes, right? So that it has another like voltage generation across the axon. I mean, at what point in time are you saying the neuron is on or it's off? If like, it's just this like really complicated like stringy cell that has differences in voltage across like the membrane at one end or the other. Well, it's curious because it's never really like on or off. It's either, it's just like, it's not doing something or it flows through and then it's done. But it's like that act, that activity of like a flow cascades down the neuron. That is one on going on. Like it's, that has happened. You know, the switch has been flicked. The action has happened. Yeah. I mean, you I press the button. It is, it releases the juice. It might not release as much juice or yeah. more juice, but it's like sure. the button has been pressed. It is done. I think we've gone full circle here and we're like back on the problem of like what is consciousness what is the thought you know like yeah if you if you're trying to like ascribe the physical reality of like neurons and mm. brain states to like is diego thinking belief or not belief mm. in that moment we're just like back to the initial question of like what is consciousness and i don't know i think maybe there's something to be said about can humans actually like perform like a simple action like catching an apple like as it falls from a tree um can they perform that action and think truly? I mean, like, by what we define as think, I might be gushing an apple, mm. or, like, when you do that action, is there some, like, circuitry something there that, so that we can map on to, like, the idea that, like, Diego believes he's catching an apple. It's, like, obvious. So we could, like, do an EEG scan and, like, figure it out. Mm. I don't know about that. I'm kind of, I'm going to reserve judgment on that. <laughs> and that's what the thing is, like, that seems, like, bullshit to me. Like, it's just, like, Maybe it's like, well, fuck you. Like, take a take a stand, pick a choice. But, like, when it comes to the consciousness question, it's to me, it's also like, I wonder if you're conscious, but it's like, am I conscious? And then it's like, that would drive you insane. Of like, am I conscious? Like, you're questioning the base of reality. Of like, mm-hmm. am I? Ah, I am. What's but, the time? I feel like we got to uh, the Cartesian. Like, uh, uh, I think therefore thirty-four minutes. Um, <laughs> thirty-four minutes. Okay, that's a speed run. <laughs> we got the Descartes. But it's like, no, I we, I said Descartes at the beginning. Okay. I, I think <laughs> therefore I am. Yeah, it's like, yeah. How can you not like that? Is the base? I guess that's like kind of the fundamental questioning, or maybe not. It's like maybe I am. It's like that's even weirder. I guess. Well, because like to think I am not. It's like. What the, no, what the fuck do you mean you are not? I am definitely, I definitely am. Look I at mean, me. I guess I'm making a choice there. Once I, you're dead, you are not, maybe? I feel like you're getting all the, like, that's confusing. That's really weird. I don't like to think about that. That's like, come on, that's BS. Mm. And that makes you think harder the, like, very, like, intuitively obvious, like, I have hands. I'm thinking things. Like, I'm here. I do have consciousness, right? Mm. But I think I'm just inclined towards the opposite that, like, all that confusion and all these like skeptical challenges as to like I can't know if I'm a brain in a bat or like I can't know if there's knowledge I don't really like I'd like to reserve that judgment it's like so crazy mm. I'm just inclined towards the other direction and I think like I guess if we want to take the engineering route of mm. it like I can look at you top to bottom and be like Eric's mechanical system that he is he's inclined towards like just doing the like I have consciousness I, I like do think mm. Diego on the other hand due to his upbringing or like what he ate yesterday or on Tuesday that we may or may not believe him. Mm. Um, he's just inclined the other way. I don't, it just doesn't, yeah. I don't know why it's not satisfying. 
but it's just not like maybe it's just I'm practical about it but it's mm-hmm. just like to sit there and be like maybe it's like I mean, what, are we do- what are we doing here like like the whole point of like I don't to me it's like kind of with human progress of like maybe we can do this it's like well why don't we find out and then if we can do it let's do something else or like let's oh if we can't do it let's not do it it's like to just kind of like maybe is like that isn't anything like you can say maybe about anything you you might as well just say nothing right it's like, like whether maybe. or not the philosophy that you hold truly do, like changes your actions like i don't know i don't know if like the vast populace will change um i mean well there's the practicality of it is like who gives a shit like am i in a simulation or not i don't know but i'd rather not die so i gotta go to go to work yeah i'm still gonna like do all the things that i need to do in my lab like do all the lineage tracing research or the like um do my cell culture you know mm. i'm not gonna like sit there with inaction i think i can hold both i can hold the thought that like maybe maybe these cells don't actually exist in this future dish but i'm gonna do it anyways because mm. if i don't i'll get fired or i'll like not get my research out there I'll not make discoveries that may help other people or at least what seems like other people Mm. I mean I guess that's like absurdism of like man I care a lot about my work but it might all be a bunch of nothing at the end of the day it's like isn't that crazy and you don't have to actively think about oh everything I'm doing could be nothing at all it's just kind of implicit in every like you I don't have to consciously think like oh I went to go eat it's like you're not real so like you could just sit there and die doesn't matter it's like i'm eating and i think it matters but there's always the possibility that it doesn't and whether or not i have to think about like eat it mattering doesn't it doesn't matter that i don't know that it doesn't matter (laughs) it's it's kind of a weird way to say it but like it's just implicit there's something that's i think intrinsically absurd about like believing or like acting skeptically like reserving judgment and like mm. going in that sense because skepticism is supposed to be a challenge towards reason you know it's supposed to be a challenge towards like logic and it's supposed to like make you doubt mm. knowledge like things that like that that you think you know anything and i think if you're gonna like use that it's obvious that it's gonna like kind of like come apart of the seams at some point because what you're doing is undermining logic mm-hmm. you're undermining the thinking process and yeah, so like at a and certain it's just point, like you just explode. <laughs> I think <laughs> you can't. Hume says something like you go into a fog. Like at a certain point in time, when you like think deeply enough about like the skeptical challenges, mm. you'll dive into this fog of just like, what am I talking about? Am I here? Like, what's going on? Mm. Kind of like that that force that's making you be like, wait, no, that's BS. Mm. And I think that makes sense if you're gonna challenge rationality at a certain point reason kind of goes out the window and you will go into that fog well i guess it is it's like when you're in an uncomfortable situation you're kind of like flying by the seat of your pants of like i haven't done this before mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. like what's going yeah. on am i gonna it's like if you try and find uh, like uh you try and find your way home without using maps and you just like i'm pretty sure i know the roads but <laughs> i've never actually taken this road all the way down here before and you're kind of like ooh. <laughs> Like, am I going to get there? Am I lost right now? I think I'm not lost, but I'm also like, maybe I am lost. And it's kind of, you're in that weird, like, like warbly little tingly zone. I don't know. Am I, is it working? I think it is, but I don't know. Uh, But it's also like very, like, it's like, man, we can't get past Socrates at this point. It's like, he's like, I'm the wisest man because I know that I know nothing. And it's like, can we ever get past that? You know, like, I don't know. I just like. 
at, at a certain point, I just, I just move on and I start doing things. I'm like, he's like, yeah, fuck. Like, like screw the conversation on the philosophy. I just like start doing things. Um, it's like that. That's enough of that today. I mean, know? I'll dig down the rabbit hole for hours. Like, but I feel like trying to convince someone of like skepticism is kind of like one of these things that usually has to happen over days and like months because you you tell them like, hey, like why do you believe in something and then you they'll say like their reason or whatever mm-hmm. and then you just kind of like pick away at them and like say like oh but like you could be a brain in Nevada you could be this you could be that things just kind of like eventually like wear themselves down to like I want to mm-hmm. or like I don't want to and you just gotta like people will like decide to like act skeptically or not and I, I think that's not something I can accomplish in like an hour or like two hours I usually do it with like friends over like a long period of time and some people will never like go into that some people mm. will just be like that wholeheartedly feels wrong and I'll go the other way mm. but honestly any like mechanical system just like might never do a certain thing that you want it to do like I think if you're looking at people at systems and it's like collections of things mm-hmm. like we're just moving levers back and forth what it it's also like because that's what that's where it like comes to the practicality of philosophy or like the need for it of like we can sit here and be like is it all real all day and that's not really useful but then it's like all right well then what is the point of life is if it's re- if it's real and it matters okay then you can live your life a certain way or if it doesn't matter at all then you can live your life a different way it's like how do you live your life and you could say, all right, well, I don't know anything, so do I want to do it or do I not want to do it? It's like, okay, well, then are you just going to live hedonistically? Is it worth it to, like, put off things, put off the instant gratification for other stuff? And maybe that's just, like, kind of looking at it of, like, no, overall, I'm going to get more. This is what I want if I just put off the instant gratification. So you're not really, like, it's it still jives with the philosophy of, like, do I want to do it or not want to do it? It's mm-hmm. like... Well, when you do the math, I want to do this more, even though right now I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like, you don't need to find those answers externally, right? Like, just look inside you, like, a, for every little concept, just be like, do I want to, do I not? And then, like, assess your social situation, like, the way you interact with the world. And but it's like, should you want to? What do you mean, should you? I don't like, like, questioning, like, do I want to? It's like, well, should I? Like, if you're like, I don't want to do this, it's like, well, should I not want to do this? Where's this, like, shouldness coming from? Like, is there some external, like, tablet out there that's going to have, like, a written law? That, like, no, it's like, the, it's like should. there's a better way to live. So am I living as best as possible? According to who, though? Like, according to, like, you? According to I mean, that's, that's the question. Like, I don't know. Like, what is the best way? Who says it's the best way? You know, it's like... I guess that's the question. Like, best to who? The good life. Well, yeah, but, like, but, like at least for me... It's like, okay, what what is, you know, being that, like, I'm a young person, it's like, all right, what is the best way to live right now? Like, do I need to sit and work and it's like, you know, spend my youth working really hard so then later in life I'll be like, I built this thing, this is so great, that's the best way. Or should it be like, yeah, I was a president, but man, I lived a crazy life kind of thing. Maybe that's the best way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, how, you know, some people I think choose it without really thinking about it. But now that I am thinking about it, it's like, oh fuck! Like, what am I gonna pick? Because you have infinite op- of like, yeah, do, you know. And then you—it's like the questioning of every action of like, oh, I'm going out with my friends right now. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Which are we picking the hedonistic path or are we picking the hardworking path right now? And then you're wondering like, 
do I have to do the math of every time I go out to be like, uh, no, this adds up to like I'm doing the hardworking path? Or is it like, no, you have to be completely off. You never go out. You only work hard. And it's like, okay, well, if you choose to only work hard, it's like, okay, you've picked. That's that's the right path. I want to do the hardworking path. Then it makes it easy to be like, okay, then I can always say no. And it's like, why? Well, I'm doing the hardworking path. But if you haven't picked which path you want to be on on the hedonistic path or the hardworking path, then you're constantly in a state of like, you have to evaluate every single moment of like, is this contributing towards the good life? I haven't even picked out what the good life is. So fuck, well, like, I don't, you, there's no way to value, evaluate whether or not the choice I'm making yeah. is right. I would go with like, Silicon Valley Tech Pro answer, just like pick, test, iterate. Like, if, if you're gonna be beset with like the multitude of choices that are out there in the world, probably pick one, decide on what you're gonna do, test it out, either go as far as you want with it, and then like see the results of that. If the result is I'm unhappy or I have a lot of accolades or whatever falls out of that choice. Mm then decide at that point the next move and then iterate that again but and like, again. But like, I'm gonna die. So yep. it's like, if I, it's like, oh, I, I wanna be, like there's a certain point where being a doctor isn't an option anymore. I mean like just do so something, you can't right? Like don't iterate. just like not do anything. Yeah, I'm not like, you have to do right, something. Yeah, like yeah. I've, there's not, it's not really an I option. I guess I don't understand the question. Though. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna have to do something, right? Mm -hmm. That's not a, a concern, it's like, you know, pick and iterate, it's like, you only get really like one iteration or like a bunch of sub iterations, but it's like, mm -hmm. if you don't pick doctor by a certain point, you can't be 50 and then you're like, actually, I'm gonna change. Let's go back and do doctor. I was like, no, you don't like. I'll give you like, I mean, you, you watch YouTube, mm -hmm. like, you know, podcasters. I'll give you the Chris Williamson bit. He talks about um, someone, some other, it's a quote from someone else. In life, we must pick our regrets, you know? Mm. like. You're gonna regret Ooh, something. That's good. You know, so choose those regrets. Yeah. Choose the things that you like. Don't wanna. Don't wanna have. Choose the things that you do wanna have. Just do that because you will regret something. If I become a doctor and I spend thirty years of my life doing that, I will regret not being a beach bum because mm. surfing is pretty freaking cool. Mm. Like I'd like to go learn how to surf better. I'd like to travel around the world. Mm. But maybe I could pick that one, and like then I would regret not being a doctor. I'm just gonna be resolute in like the ones that I want, mm. and I'll decide on the regrets I'll have, and maybe I'll pepper in some surfing every now and then, and I'll enrich my life in different ways. I like think I've done like a lot, a lot of little cool things like that. I feel like the adrenaline junkie in me wants to like keep feeding my life with little pieces, but I'm gonna pick the regret of mm. like not being the beach bum that travels the world because I want to do X, Y, and Z things. I mean, maybe it comes from like a sort of self doubt of like you don't want to end up choosing one regret and then that regret being too hard of like, no, I chose to regret not being a beach bum, but then it, it just overtook me. It's like, no, I actually shouldn't have been a doctor. That regret is too much to bear. And I guess, you know, once you're the doctor and it's like, I am not the beach bum because I chose that, then you just have that to accept it of like, no, I chose not to do this. That's That's what I made, so that's how it is versus like, I don't know, just hating your life of like, man, I shouldn't have been, I should have been a beach bum, I should have been a beach bum, and then just being like, I hate my life. I guess maybe like think of it this way, like, what's a better way to live? Deciding on something and doing it for a long time, and then potentially, potentially, like you only have the chance of regretting that choice, or constantly living your life with 
this sense of overwhelming chaos that like mm. there's a lot of different paths and which one should I choose and yada yada yada, yada this and that it's like what you're saying is like maybe this is the right path it's like you can never know that it's the right path yeah yeah but I'll still do the things that put but me on a path that but I want. maybe but you're like but it probably is so no you, no it's like I want to do this I'm just doing that one no like uh <laughs> <Rub> your eyes <laughs> yeah like I gotta write this down <laughs> um well like going to like you know reality is maybe or you know it is it isn't maybe it is it's like becoming a doctor this is the right path this isn't the right path maybe it's the right path and I so I've chosen it and so I'm acting as though I believe it's the right path but at the end of the day it could be the wrong path and once you get there it's like I don't the, see anything wrong with that I don't see anything wrong with like but I, I guess the fear of like if you get there and then you're like, oh no, this was the wrong path. It's like, well, now you die. Like, <laughs> maybe that's the niceness of it though. It's like, well, don't worry, you're gonna die. Like, it's fine. Even I if guess. it's the wrong path, you get to die. I don't think I fear death that much. Like, uh, I fear dying. I fear like the act of dying, like being really sick, being really old. Mm. And like, I personally don't wanna like be off, you know, like, let's say like, mm -hmm. if the consciousness is an on off switch, I don't currently want that, but I think once you're dead, I don't really think much happens after that. I think it it's very easy to like imagine that the multitude of years that didn't exist before my birth, I didn't know about those things, I didn't like have any feelings mm -hmm. or anything. That afterwards it'll be like a similar state where like there's not there's no me there mm -hmm. to understand or feel things. So I'm not too worried about that. I'm worried about like the life part, the like living mm -hmm. now and maybe extending that if I can with like healthy measures increasing scientific innovation and other things like that but I mean, I'm not gonna like be super scared that like oh my god like the death like that part is like really bad the disease the sickness the like dying and the like being off don't like that but into the future into like the death area where it's just like a blank space I'm not gonna like exist to be around to care well well okay two things like for the one like the no fear of death I I think it's easy to say that but at least for me personally I'm like logically it's like, no, I don't need to fear death. But if I am in danger of dying, I'm like, animal brain goes on. I'm like, I yeah, don't no, want no. this. I don't want this. Like, Separate I don't want to die. For sure. Like, it's hard to be like, oh, I accept death. Like, if you're like, if you're going to war, you can be like, you know, you're rushing the beaches of Normandy. You're probably going to die. You're like, but I accept death. Versus just sitting there be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm, I don't want to die. Or running away like a coward. And then it goes to, because again, you can't get away from Socrates of like, well, death is actually like, if death is nothing, then that's the best thing. He's like, it's like, you know, what day have you ever lived that is as good as a dream of nothingness? It's like being in just nothing, being off is better than any moment in life at all. Or maybe you get to be born again, in which case, or you go, you're still conscious and you go to somewhere else, which in, in that case is like, well, then that's fine. That's great. You get to keep and you get to go do something else. So don't worry about it. So like. And, and from that, he says, like, so that's why you got to live your life just how you feel, like, just. Like, that is what you have to do because there's nothing worse than just, like, being a coward or being somebody who is just, like, corrupt or to, you know, use a Christian word, like, sinful. It's like, mm -hmm. that is wrong. You should stick to your guns. You should live your philosophy. And if that kills you, that's fine because dying's okay. That's what he was saying. Yeah. I just read it. Like, the apologies. Like, this is his speech to the the court 
of like when he's on trial for being a philosopher and they're like, we're like, defend yourself. And he's like, I don't regret shit. You can kill me. I don't care. Like, I, I lived the way I'm supposed to live. This guy's an asshole. And, you know, but like, I did my shit right and I don't, I'm not afraid of death because I made the right choices. Sounds a bit like a badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Socrates, like, and he didn't even write his own shit down. He had somebody else do it because he's just like, I don't need to write this down. Like, I mean, I think it's disputed as to whether Socrates, like, was a real dude. No, Aristotle. That's the one. Um, one of the two. I don't know. I know Plato wrote down Socrates. Or, so, uh, sure, sure, sure. Maybe you did. Yeah, I don't know too much of my <laughs> um, history on that. But, like, that's the thing of, of... I guess, like, I do want to separate those two out. I fear dying. The act of dying sucks. Um, I don't fear, like, being dead, because I don't think there's anything like mm. to be... What it, there's nothing that it's like to be dead. There's nothing like that it's like to... You know how we're saying to be a bat or be another person? Mm. I don't actually think there's something that it's like to be dead, because there's no person there. There's no... There's no real experience you can compare it to. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, you can't... How do you imagine being blank? Like, yeah, yeah. imagine not existing. It's like... yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather talk about and like be involved in like how do we extend like healthy lifespan and like how do we make life a lot cooler now mm. than be worried about like the things that we can't possibly know past that like threshold. But but like to make it practical though it's like you know somebody's gonna shoot like an innocent bystander. It's like mm-hmm. well that's wrong. You believe it's wrong. I mean you might not give a shit but like let's say you believe that's wrong. So it's like okay if you really believe in death's not a big deal and you gotta stick to your guns you go and you like sacrifice yourself or you know you try and block the bullet to save somebody it's like cause I don't care if I die but then oh, I it, totally care if I die but it, yeah it's like I if like, that situation happens I'm like I don't wanna die right. like, but then it's like are you a coward? no 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 kind no. of I, again separating it out like being dead I'm pro- pretty sure it isn't like there's no feeling there like the being dead part mm-hmm. but I don't want to die. I, I currently, this system does uh-huh. not want to like stop existing. So I'm yeah. going to continue doing everything in my power to not do that. Well, that's the nice thing about death is like, you know, it's going to happen on its own. You don't got to worry about it. You don't got to be like, oh, bro, I'm so behind on dying. Like I got to catch <laughs> up. You know, it's like, it's going to happen. You don't have to schedule it. You don't have to plan it. Everybody who is going to be there because you're the only one who needs to be there. Like, I'm, you know, dying, it's like, oh, that's nice. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if it's not. I don't think that it's just. A, a it's nice just like a like. It's a relief, like because you know, like Buddha's a Buddha. Buddha's like existence is suffering. It's like I can finally just ah, oh, like you can finally just lay down. I think people probably think that just, because sleep is so cool. Like you go to bed and you think that like your consciousness is like quote unquote like off or like different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like this like maybe like anxiety ridden like I'm understanding and thinking things now Mm -hmm. but there's like this like oh this sense of like I'm waking up in the morning like I feel attached to my comforter and all this stuff like people like associate like death with like that sort of feeling Mm -hmm. I don't I think that's like a false comparison not necessarily like going to sleep but it's just like the weight off your shoulders like the final just like oh like I just take my jacket off you know, like you're lifting a heavy load and you finally get to drop your big backpack and you just into nothingness. You just dissolve. And it's like, maybe that's like a heroin-y kind of thing to say, like you're just like in a, a pillow of goo and you just, uh. But it's just like... Yeah, I think we're getting to the religious, like metaphysical territory. I don't really know what's... I can't... No, you can't know. I mean, and it's... Would but, you want to live forever? I'm just going to like cut it off and be like, do you... I don't know, like... 
Because then you like get all like weird and heat deathy of the universe. Am I just floating in space and I can't like move around? Like the I guess like I would. I always go practical. With let's this, change like, the question. Like, <laughs> would you want to live a very long time and like you can have the off switch, like when you're done? I don't know. Because then it's like you would have to choose suicide, which is like okay, would your life be shitty enough to choose suicide? Like you've seen so many people die, you've lost so many loved ones, so many wars, so much cruelty. You're like, I can't do it anymore. I gotta kill myself. Or if you're like, I'm good. Like I've seen it all. Like I'm good with this. I'm gonna like you're bored. Like there has to be. Mm -hmm. There would have to be a reason to where life you would choose not to have it anymore because you're like, this is no longer satisfying to live. Or you just keep going and going and going and going, but then... Yeah, the idea of the off switch is kind of weird to me, because like, uh, have you seen The Good Place? The TV show? Yeah, parts of it, I think it's stupid as shit, I think that show. <laughs> the, there's a premise towards the end about like people living forever, and they're really like sad and like kind of depressed, just like don't do anything, because they can live constantly, mm -hmm. but they get this opportunity to like commit suicide if they want to, to like just kind of end and like, finish mm. the game's over right um and that gives everyone who's immortal like a big sense of freedom that like oh okay like there's some finiteness if i want it to be you know i can like mm. live up until i want to die and i think that's very freeing i think people if there was like a society of people who were like immortal they would need to have something like that to feel that although i'd be a little scared of that because then like what if challenge happens to you in the middle like what if you get like i don't know some like really shitty situation mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like oh I can't take this anymore and then you hit off but like if you had put like, the button like in the other room yeah. you know he would have survived like fuck situation. wait a minute no I didn't mean yeah, that exactly. and then ah oh, that's really interesting I'd like to put the button far away so that there's like a lot of countermeasures to me pressing it you know well I think maybe that's the beauty of life is like we are in that interstitial state like we are the universe is a nerve that wasn't firing and our life is the flow of the action potential down the nerve. We are a movement. We are not on. Like it's like we are we are a thing in motion. We are not alive. We are not dead. We are we are the stasis between going from alive to dead. We are we are not zero, we are not one. We are the movement of zero to one. We are, you know, we are it not a very full abstract. cup. I like don't know what you're trying to like, like onto. We, you know, onto. it is a like we are we are jumping from one point to another. We are not a firm thing of like I am alive because it's like I am constantly dying. Right, the moment you were born, you started dying. But it's like before you were there, like you weren't dead. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard. Like definitions are hard. <laughs> we'll, we'll go we'll go back to the nerve thing because it's like the zero to one doesn't work as well. Um, I mean, it kind of does because it's like you've contributed your life mm -hmm. to something, so you've built onto the total calculus of the world or whatever. This is kind of bullshit thing to say, um, but it's like existence is off until you are born. Until the 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 juice touches the neuron, <laughs> you are born. Okay, now the action potential is going down the nerve. You are going down your lifespan. Sure, you sure. are going. You are flowing. You are, you know now it's oh I'm getting older. Blah blah blah. I'm reaching the end of the life. Then the, the, the charge is reaching the end of the nerve and I die. And then maybe poof, something comes out, I don't know, but then the nerve is done being fired and it's over. So sure. it's like, you are not, cause the nerve isn't on, right? The nerve's not gonna stay mm -hmm. firing. Like it's not in- like for forever? It's not in like fire mode. It's not just on, like a light. Mm -hmm. It's flowing through it. Sure, sure. It is a falling 
it is you know yeah we could just like define that as like life or whatever yeah i mean definitely like the endpoints and whatever you're saying about like the nerve is on therefore you're conscious like pure conjecture like mm-hmm. we don't really know like i don't know where the like the on part starts mm-hmm. but uh yeah i guess we could define life that way i'd but be okay with calling like the beginning towards like the end is like this big process like, well, it's like and it's, i don't know what happens like past those bookends you're on a cliff before life and you jump off and you're living and you're living and you fall and you fall and then you hit the floor and you're dead but then you're still kind of like on the same level of like now you're at ground you know you were you were on ground and now you fall into another ground and then you're back on ground and they're they're level but it's not you know different levels you know like you're you're in this state of you're flying but you're not And and then you end but you're in this weird transition, and that's what life is. Life isn't an absolute, it is the kind of movement between one absolute to the other. Yeah, that could be useful in some senses, I guess. I don't know how. <laughs> it's like, okay. I'm trying to give it to you, man, just like, take it. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go take a shit, like, I don't, I don't know, who cares? I don't know, but, um, Talk to me about your engineering. Talk to me a little bit about like what your uh, ideas are like, in the future. Trying to do anything about? Uh, I don't. Engineering was cool just to see the practic. Like, I like to know how the world works, and so now I feel like I have a good grasp on like how like the stuff works. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, all right, what's the next step of like how does the stuff act? Now it's like people engineering time. Mm-hmm. Now we're on to the next next stage of like you got to work with people. You got to be on teams. Yeah, that stuff around rather than just like the gears. Well, because in, in, like engineering is a very practical thing, which is I found to be very interesting in that you know there's physics, which is like the philosophy, <sighs> woo, 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 string theory, <laughs> and then the engineers come along and be like, how is this useful to me? Who gives a shit? You know, <laughs> and then like because. Pi equals three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of engineering is very much like, that's good enough. You know, yeah. sine of theta equals theta. Like, eh, yeah. sure. You know, that's mm-hmm. how like the building was built that we're in. Mm-hmm. It got us there. Was it right? Uh, but it got us there. So like thinking about that kind of um, when it comes to like governments or something like that, it's very much like, how do we, you have like the idealism of like free market. Everything's free market. Yeah, let's go. It's like, uh, like it's, Practically, maybe if you were able to achieve the perfect free market, it would work. But that's not the real world. You can't achieve a perfect free market. So how do we get there close enough? You know, with the free market or communism, it's like perfect communism was never implemented, and it never can be implemented. Maybe you can implement an idea that's close enough and that would work. But from what we've seen on the attempt to make it work, it hasn't. Maybe you could try again, but. You know, it's it, like being that there's limited resources. It's kind of like this is hasn't worked most of the time. Why are we trying this again? It's like maybe it's like the people who kept trying to fly, and I'm over here like you'll never fly. <laughs> it's like no, you just got to do it the right way. Maybe. Yeah, this is outside of my like any area of expertise that I have on the subject, but it seems like there's probably like enough evidence out there that the implementations, or at least the tried implementations of communism, are pretty disastrous mm-hmm. like they like can be at the very least so maybe it's a safe bet to steer further away from that than necessary well, I but I think you would AI, use it as like a, you could use it as like a check against capitalism like maybe it's just like yeah. two ends of the balance and we gotta figure out where we want the balance to be yeah. in like whatever society we work on that moderation is the key yeah that's the 
What were you saying? I think oh, maybe using like AI to like figure out I think cause when like, and where to implement things. Well, like it's like the corruption of communism is one of the main downfalls. At least you know in the Russian system and many of the other ones are like people doing stupid shit. Like in Romania, they built this like enormous giant ass marble government building. It's like <laughs> your people are starving. Why yeah, are you yeah. wasting your money on this like twenty four story giant block of stone? It's like so. That sounds obviously bad. If but like. Maybe universal basic income at a certain point yeah. might be better, you know? Or just, like, you know, a a system of, like, allocation of resources that can't be corrupted. It's purely logical of, like, we need something here, let's do this. And also, it's, like, a lot faster, too. You can constantly update, oh, we need this much steel here. Let's start producing it a lot faster than, like, you go monthly by monthly. It's, like, you can go day to day of, like, ooh, we're going to need more steel here. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it makes it a lot more efficient. Um, and then you also don't have people who are like, I'm going to make a lot more money if I just say there's more steel here because I got bribed by the steel companies to do that. Um, Giving that much agency to like an outside system, like an, like some super AI, mm-hmm. seems really scary to me. And I don't know any way to like solve that problem. Like, you know, the alignment problem, obviously. Like, how do we, how do we align some super intelligent AI to like our whims and wishes, you know? Like, how do we make sure it doesn't just go off and like, we tell it to build a bunch of paperclips, and all of a sudden it paperclips the entire world. It mm. just dissolves everything, turns them into paperclips, and then all of a sudden we're like all dead. That would be very bad. So we have to solve that sort mm. of problem. I would like to have like some super intelligent AI like be able to massively coordinate things that humans can. Like maybe what you're talking about, implement good law and social policy at like different levels and scales that like one human being or one governing body couldn't like possibly comprehend. But that seems really dangerous too. Like, how do we mm. get past that problem? It's also like the corruption that a human could put into the AI because a, a human has to make it. Yeah. So it's like, not only could it be optimized for paperclips, but it's like, we built this perfect AI, but it has like a little program that gives my family like all the money. <laughs> but like, don't, don't worry about that. Like, yeah. Once you get past that point of like, it's smarter than all of us combined. I don't know. Like, I feel like. But it's not. Like, what is smart? Is it just efficient? Is it just quick? Is it just because it can't forget anything and it can't make mathematical mistakes and that's why it's smarter than us? Or is it just... Maybe intelligent. You know, like, the difference between, like, crystallized intelligence versus fluid intelligence? One of them's, like, mm-hmm. um, the crystallized is uh, all the things that, like, you, you can know. Like, you can be book smart. You can be, like, very smart on things because you know a lot of facts and you know a lot of data. But, like, maybe more, like, fluid intelligence. All the, like... How do I manipulate numbers and how do I like think of new things, philosophize, all that stuff? Maybe once we think of like an AI, AGI, whatever you want to call it, like that abstract term, once we turn that into better than our best, you mm. know, and like then better than all of us combined, super scary. I think probably the only the only thing I can think of right now is like some Neuralink setup where like we're evolving with the AI, mm. not necessarily letting them just like take the reins and float past us because that would be, I don't know, I don't want to be an ant yeah. compared to something else. Well, I think it's like, you know, we evolved from monkeys, but we didn't kill all the monkeys. Like, people assume if something evolves from us, it has to kill us all. It's like, what? That's we not killed all it. the Neanderthals. I think, like, I mean, I don't know that we actively killed them, though. We outbreed they just them. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, maybe AI will outbreed us, but that doesn't mean, like, genocide. But, well, I... I'd, I'd like humanity to continue existing. That'd be nice. Uh, but uh, I have a, I, I, I'm kind of stuck on the previous idea of the, the falling thing. Um, to me, it's like, okay, like, maybe we'll go a different analogy of, like, you get on the roller coaster. You know, you're not on the roller coaster. You get on it. You go for a fun ride. Enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. And then you're done. It's like, why go on the ride if I'm going to end up off of it? 
Like, what is, like... Isn't the red fun? What is that even... Who gives a... Sh- what does that mean? Yeah. Like, isn't the existence, the ride, so, the, like, the idea of fun is useless? Like, I think about it, like, you're don't you stuck. need... Like you might need to, like, just pick and just be like, this is cool. It's like, don't you need an eternal soul for the fun to have any permanence? Because then it's like, once you're done with the ride, your soul lives on past your body and, like, oh, Why? the human ride was fun. Now I'm going to go try the dog ride. Kind of, like, the reincarnation thing of it. Or it's like... Okay, if you turn into nothing when you die, it's like why not just kill yourself? Like, what's the you know you kind of waste? I mean, you're wasting know. time. It's like you don't have anywhere to be, but like, <laughs> you know, you you don't exist. But like, does the ride matter? Okay, well, if my eternal soul lives on, yes, the ride matters. But if my eternal soul doesn't live on, this, this is, is so kind funny. of like, like a, I feel like everyone makes the opposite argument. Everyone always says like, like you know, like the counter to atheism argument, where it's like. If, like, you just die, uh, if, like, you don't live on when you're dead, then what's the point of life? Why don't mm. you just kill yourself? Mm. I feel like you're making the opposite, where it's like, oh, if you don't live on, then what's the point? Just, like, mm-hmm. kill yourself now. That's so interesting. Um, I don't know. I feel like the continuity or the discontinuity, I'm just enjoying this part. And if I get to, like, have more parts, I'd be very happy with them. I don't think there's much more. I feel like there might be more convolution in the idea than there needs to be. Like, it's just, it's more complicated than it needs to be. It's just, I like this part. I want more parts. Mm. I'm going to enjoy this part until I don't have parts to live. Well, I guess it, it's kind of like, yeah, like, okay, if it does matter, it doesn't matter. It's like, might as well enjoy the ride. Maybe it won't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. But, okay. We're all just living a cliche. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Along the ride, I'm going to work on things like neuroscience and cell biology and artificial yeah. intelligence because that's it'll... the fun stuff to me. Yeah. I'd like to be involved in that. But then you're going to die and it won't matter and then they eat death of the universe and like... Cause... I mean, maybe. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> not to be just like e-accelerationist about everything, but it'd be super cool if they can maybe just extend life a little longer. Mm-hmm. Maybe just... I continually think about like old people. Like there's a lot of people in Florida that are very, very old. And I went to dinner the other day where a lot of them were just sitting around and it seemed a little sad, like, just to fully accept that decay is, like, a completely normal process. Like, it's kind of funny. It's like, man, y'all are all going to die. You're so sad. Or, like, (laughs) I sometimes feel... You're just looking at like, not me, bro. (laughs) I either feel, like, like like very childlike where I'm just like, wah, I don't want people to die and I don't Mm. want me to die and I don't want anyone to die. Yada, yada, yada. But then also sometimes I feel like one of the only like rational people and I'm like, why does everyone accept this like impending doom that like everyone's like going towards where they just like die at some point. And I fluctuate between the two, whether or not I'm like a crazy person that just like is thinking way too sci-fi for now or like am I someone who has to kind of like accept accept things a little more realistically. But who knows, like everything's kind of like moving at such an exponential rate. Mm. It's kind of interesting to think that maybe I'll ride this like a surfboard and hopefully make get a good thing for more people you know not just like mm-hmm. the rich and the wealthy but like we'll give things equitably like people will actually like figure out a way to do UBI or like something That's that like makes people better off in the total. weird idea too of like wanting to build it up for other people it's like when I ride the roller coaster, I want to make it more fun for the next guy even if I pop out of existence what if that's part of the roller coaster I mean I think of it that way like if you just like purely enjoy 
helping or like giving to other people like that could be part of the ride mm. and that could be part of you making the ride like better you like add a loop-de-loop to the ride mm. so why not just like do that I think that's like fine but like it's the weird idea of like the permanence of like the life is gonna go on after you're out of existence it's like that's a weird thing of like I might not exist mm-hmm. but like quote unquote life will still exist without me yeah it's like whoa so I you know <laughs> I, I'm not all of reality whoa <laughs> I'm not the center of the universe why didn't nobody told me but like the most solipsistic man in the world <laughs> What is solipsism? The, you're the like the center. You're like oh. the only thing that exists. Okay. Yeah, solipsism. Um, you're like the center of the universe. It's like yeah. It's like so if the un- the universe doesn't go away when I fall out of existence. I mean that's kind of the thing of like, am I conscious? It's like if I don't exist, how can anything else exist? Because effectively to me, nothing exists anymore because I'm not here. Mm-hmm. But like picturing like me going out of existence, but everybody else or like mm-hmm. you know the world not going out or continuing to exist yeah. it's like what I guess I'll mm. I just, I'm gonna bank on the possibility that if I die other people will continue to be around so I'll like help in the long term for like yeah. everyone just cause I want to I mean that's like yeah is the simulation over it's like oh yeah we turned off the world cause you're not there anymore it's like <laughs> okay that's one way of thinking about it it's like but like the world keeps going on I mean you could be pretty like hardcore about the philosophy and just be like I don't really care about anything that happens after I die cause mm. like I won't be around you know <laughs> But like it, yeah, yeah. But but it's like so weird to think that's like, so the universe, like maybe human experience isn't like the point of the universe. If you know the universe is gonna go on without the individual humans, it's like you know I am a temporary, but the world is permanent. So what is rather than wondering what's the point of life, I should be like wondering what's the point of the world. Like, what do you mean point? I think like. What is the goal? Why? Like, why? I feel like how of, is the world? Yeah. I like, feel like, what the fuck? You know? Not what the fuck is going on with consciousness. Uh-huh. Like, what is reality? If reality is a thing that is permanent and constantly going on, regardless of mm-hmm. whether or not I'm experiencing it, it's like, what the fuck is it doing then? You know? Like, what? Mm-hmm. the world? Because the world's not worried about existing either, or at least that I can perceive, but it's like, what if it just is and there's like not really a rhyme or reason if it, would, th- would that be unacceptable to you no I understand that sort of like why does it have to mean it what's the meaning of life why does it have to mean anything it's a very human thing you know ants don't wonder about meaning right yeah. but they're robots so it's like that's kind of like <laughs> the whole right that's the whole point of like so you threshold the whore before the ants well it's it's, 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 it's like well, that's kind of the argument of like why are humans so special? It's because we have meaning for things. We're not just like a robot ant, or we're not just like, or like an animal, like an animal. Um, I think that was like a, a um, I'm not gonna speak for all of Christianity, but that's a Christian philosophy of why animals don't have souls. It's like, because they operate on instinct. They are, they're not wondering like, you know, a dog's not gonna get depressed. He's like, man, I should have been a doctor. Or like a dog's just like, I'm eating food today. Let's go. Like, it's just like, sees, experiences, like it's not worrying about the long term it's not like oh my god like I'm a shitty dog like it's just like I'm a dog ah! like they're just enthusiastic because they're just existing they're not like self conscious maybe the dog's better off honestly maybe but like <laughs> right like the dog is just a machine at least in that sort of like way of thinking because you can debate like whether or not a dog has a soul but do you think like let's I, I, let's steer away from soul I guess like do you think a dog has that, that, that there's something to be like a dog 
like because like i looked at my dog and i was like oh he's here <laughs> you know like, like there's something present like in there. i mean of that. as much as any human i guess like maybe you know he's yeah. dumb right i'm not yeah. philosophizing with my dog but i'm like i can prove that he's as conscious as i can prove that you are sure so yeah. i was like all, all right. right that's my dog <laughs> but like an ant i'm like maybe some people are like oh bugs have personality mm-hmm. maybe yeah, I feel like an entomologist would probably be like, yeah. oh, yeah, definitely all of my butterflies. Yeah. Definitely conscious. This butterfly's a dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, I, I mean, that's kind of the, the um, going back to, like, what's the point of reality? It's like, the world is made for our life if we're the only conscious ones. Because then it's like, me not existing anymore. It's like, well, nothing is conscious, so it doesn't have a soul, so it doesn't not exist anymore. Something like that. But, if the whole world is conscious or maybe like i don't know living things are conscious it's kind of like all right then then your consciousness isn't special so then it allows for like you to dissolve into nothing but the world keeps going on because it's really the special thing because it has that something that nobody else has like (laughs) the universe has something special consciousness everybody has consciousness that's not special versus i'm special because i am conscious and everything else is worthless because it's not outside of my wheelhouse i don't know like way too mes- metaphysical i couldn't couldn't tell you i don't know hey i just came up with this like right now so like <laughs> you shoot your shot bro i don't know maybe i didn't come up with i'm sure some dude with like a better mustache than me has probably said <laughs> yeah good beard though looks good thank you thank you but uh should we get some context on like uh who we are to each other i like knew you from high school yeah um we met up again recently. We're trying to keep it anonymous. Don't know high school details about which high school or like last names kind of thing. But besides that, it's oh, like okay. fine. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm pretty okay with like telling about like who I am. I'm like a, a neuroscience major, philosophy, biochemistry. I said that. Um, currently in my post back, I'm doing a bunch of uh, research on cell biology. Mm-hmm. Um, we do this thing called uh, lineage tracing, where what you do is you take. Um, some sort of genetic construct. You place it inside the genome of a cell. Super cool stuff where you can like give it a medicine, it activates the construct, and all of a sudden you got like a barcode inside of that cell, which is super cool because if like, the cell splits and divides, it carries that barcode onto like the daughters. What do you mean? Like you're changing the like the genetic code, like you're mm-hmm. changing the, the DNA of the cell? Yeah, yeah. you can uh, do a couple different types of things like uh, transfect in or like CRISPR and like cut up the genome and like mm-hmm. place your own thing in there. Whatever modification it is, um, lineage tracing is where you like do that, mm-hmm. but like whatever you put in is like really good at um, transferring like down the line. Mm-hmm. So you, if you transfer down the line, if like whatever you do with one cell transfers to like the progeny, you can like trace them and be like, oh, like these 50 cells came from that first cell that I barcoded like yesterday. So like is, could that be the point of like then you can barcode people and you're like we know for sure ancestry is real on this <laughs> like we put this in your family 50 generations ago you yeah. are minor class go fucking pound <laughs> rocks um, I haven't seen anything on like generational barcoding all I know is like organismal barcoding a lot of people are doing it to study development uh, regeneration aging mm-hmm. like uh, if you have a mouse embryo mm-hmm. that has some sort of like lineage tracing construct in it can hit it with the the medicine it goes ahead and does all the barcoding and then as it grows up when it's like a one-year-old mouse mm. you can dissect it get the cells and then determine like oh look 
all these cells seem to be like related to bones or like related to the liver because um, mm. you can take them out all those different clones of cells. Oh, you see where they go. See where they go, where they came from, where they were generated. And what do you mean by medicine? When you say the medicine of like, yeah. is it medicine or is it just like gene changing goo? Um, we actually use medicine. We use uh, um, kind of like hormones that we use like tamoxifen. Um, like when I when I hear medicine, I'm like, oh, it's gotta be good for it. Or like, no. do you just mean like chemical? Yeah, I put in a chemical essentially. Oh, okay, okay. The chemical passes in, it like can bind to a piece of either the DNA or like something that the DNA has been constructing, you know, like that's been putting out there. If that binds, there's some sort of interaction, something happens. Like, let's just consider it a construct. The construct gets changed by that medicine, the chemical that I'm adding. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you got barcodes on cells. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what do you want to do with that? You can do a lot of cool things. You can kind of like um, selectively barcode things. Like, uh, one of them nowadays is that you can actually do. Um, light activation of barcodes mm -hmm. like say you have um uh like a bone that's been like kind of cut open and you can like see into it with like a, a microscope you can identify where these like blood stem cells are mm -hmm. all of a sudden you hit it with like a certain laser it like activates the construct surrounding that area and then you turn it off and then you see what happens over like the course of the next week do those like lit up cells that have not been activated, do they migrate to other like centers? Mm. Do they go to other bones? Do they like go to like a certain niche, like near blood vessels? And that helps you do some wild things. Like you can probably identify like, oh, what is the homing mechanism of like this leukemia or like what happens developmentally from like age one to age two or like month one to month two or some sort of like correlate when you talk about um, human biology. Cause what we're doing is like, I do mouse work a lot, mm -hmm. mouse work, bone marrow dissection, and then um, reading of barcodes, or like I use a different like a uh, color barcoding technology where we run cells through a big machine and it can like tell us the colors of the barcodes. Mm -hmm. Huh. Hopefully in the future, like people are doing like whole organism barcoding. Like imagine if you were to get like the first um, sperm and egg, once they bind, become like the embryo. like. If you could barcode that and like make it so that every cell that divides has a unique barcode, mm -hmm. then you can tell where every cell came from. Like you could say like, oh my God, I didn't know that this like one Whoa. specific cell in the eye actually is like very, very related to your tongue. Then you'd be like, oh my God, like what, what, what do we do with that? That's new information. Let's go write a paper on that and like discover things. Um, that's so weird because it's like, that's past like, you know, the, like, like Cause I think broad strokes, I'm not really into minutia. So it's like, I'm like, oh, you could gene edit and like fuck mm -hmm. with your kids. But it's like, <laughs> you can fuck with like how their hand grows or how it changes or something like that. Or like, it's practical, but even in more of a specific way, they just like make the eyes blue. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know what you could do with that, but it's so much more specific. It's so much more yeah. of like of a pointed tool. I love sci-fi. So like my science, like knowledge, Mixed with my like sci-fi proclivities, I can like mm. totally go on and say like, oh, 20, 30, 40 years. What happens when you like mix this sort of tech with like some AI that can actually like, tell you where to modify, where to um, pinpoint things, where do you add the medicine, where yeah. do you take away the medicine? Can we have like essentially like a 3D printer that'll like make you a hand out of like just bio goo that yeah. you give it? That'd what is awesome. the crazy like shit like you could do with that like down the road? Like CRISPR, it's like put in blue eye gene, right? But yeah, like sure. 
what crazy shit could you do with like I know where your eye came from yeah, yeah. it's your butthole's brother you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like my eye and butthole are both blue now like I don't sure I mean like I think like morphologically if you get a full control over every cell you kind of have like full control of a little nano or sorry micro machine mm-hmm. if you can tell every cell specifically in like a coordinated fashion do this you could pretty much make any like bio thing you know if i wanted to like mm. make a dog you know like 50 years down the line 100 years maybe 200 i don't know like estimation at this point with like this sort of sci-fi like just conjecture um you could like have a bioreactor that makes you anything out of cells which could be super cool either by like modifying at the like um, genome level, you tell the cell like, oh, like start moving left and like form a hand with like a ton of other cells, mm-hmm. or like add this chemical. Maybe it'll like make it grow bigger, make the cell grow a little like this, or a little like that. If you had that precise of control mm-hmm. on every cell, then yeah, you have a bioreactor, a bio printer that just like makes anything you want. Because it, yeah, it sounds more complex than just being like, we took hand genes and we put it in like a bottle and waited <laughs> till the hand grew. Because yeah. it's like. They would have to be. Like, you could tell it more precisely of like program to stop at wrist joint or something like that rather than like uh, it kind of grows until the wrist is kind of warbly and we just cut off that weird bit and then we sew it on. Of like, It's more, it's not so much like you mix it and you see how it like cascades into something. It's like right. we planned out exactly every single step of the machine. We know it's like, mm-hmm. it's like coding a robot of like, yeah. You don't just say, like, press go, and then the robot kind of just acts, and you're like, all right. It's like, no, no, no. There is a phase to it of, like, once the robot, the sensor detects this, then this happens. Yeah. Once this happens, then this, you you program every single, like, reaction to an input or, like, every single phase of, like, once this certain criteria is met mm-hmm. of, oh, the bones are developed, all right, now it's flesh time or yeah. something somehow, like that. Somehow, fantastically, we do that, like, every day. Like, people are born, and, like... That happens when you get a sperm and an egg together and all yeah. of a sudden like you build a whole human from one cell that's I feel like people really don't like really consider how amazing that is yeah it's that is that's something i think about is like the most advanced technology in the world and it's not even like just humans it's just like just dna of like four letters and not only is it like a code <laughs> of letters it's also like the atoms function to just contort in ways mm-hmm. where it's like it's like Legos that if you just threw them on the ground they would just <laughs> assemble themselves yeah and, and it's like they function more as just connectors they also like use the like magnetics of it to like fuck with other stuff and you're like you know and you just mix a sperm and egg and then it just cascades into like human <laughs> if you keep feeding it and it's like how the fuck is that like and you look at like because like I know how cars work I'm like cars are a shit compared to a human like it is so like like, to a cell like when you think about what every single enzyme is doing yeah it's incredible like uh, for the audience I guess if you look at my molecular dynamic simulations you get some like pretty good like maybe a little cartoony but like representations of what these like little molecules are doing they're like Mm. jittering around and fitting into one another Mm. like almost like a Lego set it's kind of incredible like I think of it Sometimes when I'm like pipetting things in the lab, that I'm doing like Legos, but in like washing machine format. Mm. I put liquid A in with liquid B, but in those two liquids, I got some pretty crazy stuff going on. Mm. It's like an enzyme and some DNA, and those are like, and they just like moving. They want to fit. 
Right. Like they're, they're it's made not to even, do that. It's, it's, and that's the, the crazy thing is like not even just DNA, but like atoms themselves mm-hmm. of like, what a system of like, I mean, I'm sure neutrons matter, but it's like you make the positives and the negatives and you just make it a little more positive <laughs> or negative and that will just self-assemble or like depending on intelligent design, whatever. But like, like when you, looks cool. Yeah. But like you look at like organic chemistry and it's like, you don't have to tell it to do anything. It's just like, it is therefore chemistries. Like it just, <laughs> it is inherent to its existence. It's like, this is, it is. And then it just does like, cause that is what it means to be a proton is to be attracted to an electron or, you know, that's right, wrong. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Protons and electrons, they go just one another. But it's like, you know, I'm sure there's more like, why is one bigger or something like that? But like, maybe this is a dichotomy of the universe kind of thing of like, yes, one must be big, so the other must be small. Like, one must be positive, so the other must be negative. And that's just kind of applying like binary to everything kind of thing of like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some really cool stuff going on with like, I guess what we're thinking of, like, there's miracle molecules in liquid. Like, I know people are thinking about doing massive amounts of DNA. Um, data storage within DNA. Mm. I feel like recently someone put an entire GIF worth of uh, data into like a, a genetic code mm. and you could put it in a vial, like something called an Eppendorf tube. Mm. It's just like you can shake it up, you can freeze it, you can store it mm. and then unfreeze it, read it out and the data lined within that DNA was like this uh, old timey um, GIF of a guy on a horse just riding. Like a <laughs> Super cool, like outstanding paper. Yeah. What a I mean, cool stuff happening. Two, well, no, three things. One, have you seen the Mark Rover thing where he makes a Nerf gun out of uh, DNA? No, that's pretty cool. He's like, he, there's a way, like, they, they you know, make a sequence of DNA mm-hmm. in a big loop, and then they make these little C DNAs that bond at certain points, and then the way it bonds, it contorts the DNA string into the shape of a Nerf gun. Oh, yeah, like DNA origami. Yeah. yeah. That's um, really cool. So there's that, and then there. Oh fuck! I already forgot the other two. No, I know. I remember the the last one. The middle one is, it's cool, but hopefully I remember it. Anyways, <laughs> um, like going back to kind of like the binary of things. To me, it's like that's the um, like have you heard the idea of like the like numbers are holy kind of thing of like like I forget who it was, but like. Uh, it was like Tesla thought three is the key to everything kind of <laughs> yeah, shit. It's like you look at every. It's like right like. It's like Bin- numbers and all that. But stuff. It's like yeah, be- well, like it's like binary. Everything you know, ones or zeros is like American political parties. You're either Republican or Democrat. Is like atomically, it's like you're either positive or negative. You're, you could be neutral, but shut the fuck up. But like, you know what I'm saying? It's like everything is. I mean, maybe it's kind of dumb to be like everything's one, two, or three. It's like okay, like <laughs> I guess, but it's kind of weird to see that system everywhere of like, oh, what's it gonna? It's never gonna be five. I mean, but if it is five, it's really just a two and a three put together. And you're like, ah, because like, you know what I'm saying? It's, things it's, are made out of other things. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It's kind of like, it's like, a bullshit statement. Tea is just leaf water. Like, but it's weird to be like, oh, yeah. It's like, of course, there's only two fundamental charges. There is no like, wasative of like, you know, or like people say antimatter is like, but it's still like, right? Like there is an anti to the reality is like, boom, there's another two going on. It's back. You know, you're not going to get, there's no third stage of like, ooh, we have a third reality, but it's like, it's like yellow. Nobody gives a fuck about yellow. It's red or blue. Pick one, you know? Like, seems kind of reductivist. I feel like things are more complex than that. I think, no, it's definitely me just being like, it's all the same. Look, I can apply it to everything. It's like slapping AI on. It's like, oh, bro, I can AI this door to like close better. It's like, stop, stop. (laughs) Like, (laughs) AI to close. That's that's pretty good. But, um, 
But like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of weird that like you see the patterns in the world, like the Fibonacci sequence, but like mm-hmm. with DNA too, it's like seeing, because th- that's one of the things I wonder about of like, the world repeats because it's all built on the same like three rules or four rules, right? It's like you take these four rules and you just keep slapping them on and slapping them on, and that's the self-generating. Yeah, like, uh, Conway's Game of Life. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It's like this guy writes a computer program that's super simple. It's like um, this pixel is on or off depending on whether or not like the pixels around it, like if there's three pixels around it that are also mm-hmm. on, it stays alive. You mm-hmm. know? And that's it. That's like the whole program. And from that, if you like, just turn a couple pixels on and off in like different ways, you get some incredible little things. You get yeah. like self-replicating little like pixel robots that move across the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, look it up, honestly. Like Conway's Game of Life, there's some fantastic simulations, mm-hmm. and people make it in a in 3D, and it's like, yeah, if life or reality or like whatever you want to talk about, like the substrate, if it's like built on these like physical laws that are like super simple, I think it's like obvious that like. It's not, that, I guess not obvious, but just like, it's not hard to believe that, oh yeah, all, like all the complexity, like of like a human being or like what we think of as like neurons firing and like social interactions mm. and the fact that different countries exist, like, yeah, that can come from very, very, very simple laws. That's kind of cool. You had, to, you had a skeptic check yourself there, you're like, obviously, like, no, 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 I'm a skeptic, <laughs> wait a minute, no, I can't say that. <laughs> skeptic checking myself is a yeah. big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, common language is, like, so embedded with, like, things exist, things are real, mm-hmm. like, it's all out there, you know? That's, yeah, precision of language, I think, is often overlooked, mm-hmm. and, and just, like, talking about conveying your ideas, it's, like, a simple sentence yeah. needs to be very carefully crafted, or, like, the kind of like in an engineering way it's like the best devices it's like um it's it's when you're done with a design it's not when there's nothing left to add it's when there's nothing left to take away and it's like when you make something or when you craft like just a sentence like you want every single word to be as effective in as many ways as possible like when Mm -hmm. you say and you don't want it to just mean plus I don't know what else it could mean, but you know, like, like it's, it's like maybe you have to worry about how it sounds and it like flows yeah. with the overall sound of the sentence, or like when you're saying this and that rather than saying this that, like you're not, mm-hmm. you're almost like not trivializing the fact that it's in a sequence or applying a third thing when you say this that and right, right, right? it's like this and that. There's only the binary going on or what have you. It's like. I don't know. That's right. something people don't think about, but that's kind of like when it comes to the perfect systems too. It's like right there's only as physics thinks it's like there's only four rules going on mm-hmm. in the world. It's like okay, when you craft a sentence, you only need so many words. You can really get a reduction. I mean, like you could go like caveman talk, like me happy, you sad, you know, like yeah. uh, okay. Language that's... is cool when it's precise. Yeah, I, you also have to like super think about context. I think about this like sometimes when I like very just like. I don't know, like, stone brain look and say, like, hey, like, would you like to have dinner, like, to someone? Mm. And then, like, if I turn around and start, like, folding clothes and just, like, reading a book, the other person's going to be like, um, hey, you asked me if I wanted dinner. I said yes. And I'll be like, oh, like, did you want me to make dinner? Did you mm. want to do dinner? Like, yeah. Obviously, there's, like, so much, like, intuition and, like, there's more force than just the words. Of, like, mm. I'm asking you a question. I'd like X answer. Oh, you've answered. Okay, let me go back to what I'm doing. Like, you're doing yeah. something with your words. You're like pushing the like feelings of others around. It's you're like, like moving social interactions. It's like you're flavoring reality, and it's like I know all the inputs going on right now to you, and it's like it's like 
these are all the inputs. Mm -hmm. I can perceive all that, so I know basically what you know right now. How am I gonna flavor that into be like get the idea into what it's like? Because it's not only like yeah, you're not just reading text yeah. of like do you want dinner, which is like one of the reasons why texting kind of right. sucks. Like phone calls are better, in person's better, but like it's like okay, do you want dinner? It's like okay, well we're here now. All right, am I like what time of day is it? What are they doing? Is it you know? Is it like do you want dinner? Like I'll grab it out of the fridge for you. Yeah. Do you want to get dinner? Like let's go kind of place. Like oh maybe we're just out like in you know a pond like oh if you want dinner it's like that implies we're gonna go somewhere right. we're not gonna cook dinner right here yeah, not so just like grab the trout yeah <laughs> but it's like i know what you're doing and so now i can just kind of i don't need to like construct reality mm-hmm. for you i just need to like nudge it towards this and you can kind of be like uh he wants to eat food right now like <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive how like little you have to do i mean like you're just moving vocal patterns and like the other person's hearing them it's going to their cochlea and then they're like perceiving something right like they're getting like a mm. like this concept of dinner they're getting like mm. oh like the candles are gonna be over here like uh, we're gonna walk home like all that's like going on in their brain right so but you're just moving like air molecules around mm. by like fluctuating the frequency of your like voice and all that i'm like kind of scared of what's going to happen once people start using um MRI, EEG, all this stuff to like start tracking brainwave patterns. Because mm. if you can map that with like, oh, like me saying this like sentence to you mm. elicits this thought. If you train that and train that and train that, you have like so much data to like write an incredible program. Mm. All you have to do is put on the headphones to someone, warp in like the, the specific like, yeah. words, vocal patterns just air vibrations moving back and forth to get something into their head. Did you could force like inception into their head. Have you seen Dune? Yeah. Or Red Dune? The movie yeah. was shit. I hate that. But, um, but that's <laughs> the book, like... Book's great. The, the, um, the Valerian Jihad. The perfect talk of like... Oh, the voice. Yeah, yeah it's like just the inflection mm-hmm. and they're like... Like yeah. a Jedi mind trick. Right. Like That's what I'm thinking yeah. a perfect machine could do at some point. But it's also... If you think about... Because I, I read part of this book um, about like... It was talking about stroke patients mm-hmm. and how like different parts of your brain dying affects you. And it talks about like certain people can they can hear, but they can't translate the noise into a word. Because yeah. it's like, how do the steps go of like noise to like components of noise mean certain letters? I can yeah. component into this word. This word means this concept. Picture the concept. Think about aphasia. it. Yeah. yeah, it's so like and it's so complicated and it's like how the fuck do nerves do that because it's not just it's a way it's almost easier to be like oh yeah i hear word i think word it's like no 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 no. there are steps and your neuron different parts in your brain do different steps and you're like why is one nerve just like translating sounds to words and then one neuron's doing like words to meanings it's like how, aren't they all neurons? What the fuck? How does that work? You're excitedly conveying the entire reason I went into neuroscience. Yeah. Like, all those questions. That's, that's so much fun. I can't believe, like, people at a certain point in time were just studying, like, um, dead bodies. Like, you, you get, like, Joe down the street. For some reason, he can't make sounds. Like, he's, or can't make words, you know? He's going, ba, la, la, you know, like, making gobbledygook mm-hmm. sounds. But he can't, like, make words. Oh, like, once he dies, we go and do, like, a an autopsy we see that he's got a lesion right here on the side of his brain like mm. oh my god broke his aphasia like we go ahead and like define the concept yeah we know that this center is very specific for this mm-hmm. i think it's crazy that we did so much progress from like the inception of like 
basic neuroscience research to now just doing like little things like that. So I'm like, super excited about CRISPR, lineage tracing, all this stuff, because you'll be able to like do these sorts of things in systems without necessarily killing it. Like right now we have to kill mice to like extract these cells mm -hmm. in their brain or um, bleed them out of like the peripheral like tail vein or something like that to like get all the cells. Um, there's gonna be some wild things where you're just gonna be able to like look in from the outside and like understand a vast amount of data. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be so fun. And you could scan it or you could like, you could like program something that like turns off part of the brain or like renders it like mm -hmm. dull and then squirt something else and then turns it back on or something like that or like yeah, yeah. or like that's you, the the um i think it's what tms where they like turn parts of your brain on and off with magnets yeah which first crazy. of all is like what i don't know like i don't fuck with ma magnets anymore you, i like, saw that after turn it off. i was at a camp um and this guy puts it right up to his head transcranial magnetic stimulation he's like all right turn it on it goes clack 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 and then all of a sudden his left hand starts bouncing like like towards his chest oh. and then he turns it off and he's like oh yeah just messing with my brain you know and I was like befuddled as to how he'd be up for like whatever risk yeah, I don't what know too fuck? much about TMS but that's uh it's pretty cool or like I've heard because I've talked to people who've had it and, and, and they say it feels like somebody's like putting a chisel in your brain but like it's a dull chisel so it's not like mm. sharp pain but you're like the fuck does that mean like a chisel in your because like that's the thing i've heard is like you can't feel in your brain like right. you can do yeah. brain surgeries while you're awake because you can't feel mm -hmm. it's like so are you feeling is that something like in the top of your head that you're feeling or is it like right or are you actually feeling it in your brain because now you're warping or is it like hallucinatory like you you think so hard that something must be happening yeah like, that's a great question i wonder i don't want to know what sort of research you could like what questions you could ask to like figure that out that sounds really fun. It's so, but it's like, and all of that, like, not only is that reality, but our thinking about that reality and our discussion on that reality and everything else is based on four rules, all just fucking all the way up to here, <laughs> like just like layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. And then you get to eventually like two dudes just bullshitting in a room. Like, it's like, that's fun to me. I don't know. Like, how the fuck do you get that from four rules? Like, what if there was a fifth one, bro? Like, whoa. Like, or maybe we don't need the fourth one. Maybe we only need three. Maybe we only need two. Let's go binary. But, like, I don't see how people could, like, not be curious when the world is, like, that crazy. I don't, I find myself, it's like, some days it's like this, where it's really cool. And then other days it's just like, who gives a flying fuck about any of this? This sucks. I want to go home. Like, fuck this. Like, everybody has those days. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's like, you can't, you know, it can't all be a winner, you know? And, that, like, maybe that's, like, kind of the point of death is, like, that's what makes life so valuable. It's, like, you need the opposite in order to have, like, I don't know. it's I'm sort like, of the, um... I'm opposed to that. Like, I don't go about my day enjoying, like, a nice steak because I'm going to die or because it's going to end. No, but, like, maybe it's the... I mean, it's sort of like the instinct of it is like, why are you enjoying the steak? Well, you need the energy and you need the protein because you need to fuel your body because you need to continue living. Yeah. So it's like, you're not really like perceiving like, oh, I'm so not dying right now by eating right, the yeah, steak. Yeah. But like monkey brain is like, oh, I live another day. Like, <laughs> you're like, I guess. Yes, but like energy. I also taste, you know, like rational brain is also going, this is fun. Mm. Like we also eat things that we like don't necessarily want to digest for consumption you know we like chew gum you know we can like override that system well yeah you're like, tricking your brain yeah. into thinking like i live another day uh -huh. but then it's like well maybe that's for like other instinctual things like like at least for me it's like right i'm trying to get yeah. i'm trying to diet but 
also want to eat sweet shit. So I'm like, well, I'm tricking the one part of my brain that wants sweet stuff for energy, so instinct satisfied, but I'm also satisfying the like, oh, this is going to get me laid later part of my brain. <laughs> so it's like, still all the monkey needs are being fulfilled by this Diet Coke that I'm drinking. Yeah, I guess you could say everything's a monkey need if you like go that far back, but um, I don't know. I just, I like things. I'm going to like override the system when I want to and like go get my adrenaline spike when yeah. I go like slacklining. But, like that. but it's something like in mathematics or like if, you, if you're doing certain uh, calculations, it's useful to like add zero or like, so like what you can do to an equation if you're like, you know, blah, blah, blah equals blah, blah, blah. This is weird. I'm going to add and subtract the mm-hmm. number on the yep. same side. And so it's like, it's you're, you manipulate things, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, is that reality of like, everything is nothing, but then like God, quote unquote, separated it out into one and negative one. <laughs> and it's like, he didn't do anything, but he did do something. And so we're living in one and negative one is going on, but effectively nothing's happening. And how does that, like, are we going to collapse with the other universe? Are we just, like, going to go in a negative one world where we live in reverse or we're, like, we're inside out or something like that? Or, like, we instinctively try to kill ourselves, but we can't? Or, like, however the fuck that would, you know, how would those rules work in reverse? Would it be the exact same thing? Just, right? Because, like, negative one is one. It's just negative. Like, you know, you... I mean, I think you'd be writing sci-fi at that point. Yeah. Or writing your, like, uh, your own story. Like, that's big into metaphysics I wouldn't be able to like tell you like what's going on there like but, whether or not that tracks with anything that's yeah, true about or, like the implication of negative like like you could do all math ever in the negative space and it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. it's just on the other side of some arbitrary point like it's all this is just isn't it just concepts we're like moving around we're like yeah, we're, we're delineating this concept and putting it over here, and that's useful for us. And whether or not like it's good, like or like whether or not we can like do cool tricks with it in the like physical world. Yeah, like, that's what that's what we have to figure out. Or like, like I know there's a lot of math that's probably like kind of useless because like pure math that's like no one's ever gonna like put into mm-hmm. an equation or like a computer program or anything. Mm-hmm. But like it's fun to toy around with like axioms and like precepts and just like change things. It's kind of like just art. Yeah. Of yeah. like, this is nothing, but I like it. No. I like looking at this math. I mean, art has the same thing, you know, like you can draw a great painting, but you can also like sell it for a thousand dollars, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like you can, it can be multifaceted. But like, oh, I lost my train of thought. Like the math, like you think about the way we set up the world, like the world is curvy, but we are all linear like it's all cartesian like xyz that's how we divide it up into like i i can get lines you know like i understand numbers and how do i translate one two three into a curve no 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 it's not a curve it's really two lines like much together it's two straight lines of one two threes like so you can linearize like make everything linear because you can only understand things like one two three why there's no curvy number system right that's how you get to calculus yeah figure that out which is like how the fuck did that guy do that? Right, Newton's just like, oh yeah, like when you look at like a derivative, you're deriving something. Like, I know how to do it, but I'm like, why the fuck am I moving this exponent down? I'm sure there's an explanation. I don't want to know it, but like, who was like, yeah, I got this. You know, three, three blue, one, one brown. You know that uh, mm-hmm. YouTube channel? He's got a great series on like how you as like a lay person could probably just like 
understand how you might come up with calculus mm. like if you were trying to solve the problems that they were solving mm. that's pretty cool um, I think it's like something that you yeah. could it, it, two people um, came up with it at the same time right like in the same time period I believe it was like independently discovered by um, I could see that I just I, like I saw like one documentary and I mm. thought it was like the way they talked about it was like Newton didn't even tell people about calculus he was like wrote he was he had calculate he developed it for his own uses and then in a paper he published he was like oh i'm doing this thing and like i use this tool that i made up blah 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 and anyways back to what i was talking about and people were like whoa, whoa whoa what the fuck was that what was that is like a hammer how the fuck did you do that like like you know he's like he's like yeah look at this like chair i built and they're like whoa, whoa, whoa how did you get that nail in there and, and then he shows the hammer he's like oh this thing like uh, what and then and he's like that's the most what the fuck are you how did you not tell anybody you made a hammer that shit's so insanely powerful my favorite daydream is to like like sitting in the car just like waiting in transportation is to imagine if like someone dropped me back in time made me Newton and just said you need to not calculus and then just zipped away mm. like if I could now with like my modern day knowledge mm. reinvent calculus or like make an iPhone or like anything yeah. like that and the answer is like probably undoubtedly no that's you know I th I, we talked about this I think last time I saw you but it's like yeah I, I'm like trying to like there's certain things I want to memorize just in case I get sent back to the past <laughs> where I'm like okay okay I got this like I think my go-to right now is distillation if they don't kill me because it's like you think about like language or just how people were it's like they see a guy with weird shit they're just gonna go up and kill you and just take your stuff like you're gonna start talking a weird language and you look like a different color maybe depending on where you are they're like uh, I'm just gonna kill you that's a lot easier than like oh maybe we can use this guy oh like have him give him food which we don't have enough of for months in order for him to learn the language because he might be useful it's like right. I'm gonna kill him and take that shiny shit he's got <laughs> but if I end up surviving it's like distillation is so easy and if you're just like you like alcohol oh how about alcohol <laughs> too and they're like wow this guy's the best dude like party animal like okay it just you can make something that distills pretty easy until you get back into like caveman times and they just kill you outright because you're skinny well and, and it's also like maybe you shouldn't try and invent the future just like subtly just <laughs> win you know it's like I'm not gonna tell these people shit I'm just gonna like low key be successful people are like oh no he made some good decisions like he had some foresight right and you're like I know I literally saw it you know like I had the foresight was past sight like don't try and be like Oh, like you need to make smartphones right now to like you know King Arthur. It's just like, just be really good at making potatoes. Don't try and fucking you know short like, circuit the whole universe. Don't try and win the lottery. Yeah, don't try like no win the lottery. Okay, win the lottery. But like, don't go for it. Don't invent phones in True. you know 1910. Just be like, uh, you'll get there. They'll get there on their own. They don't need me. You don't think that would be like useful to like just super advance everyone? I mean, then then you get into like the weird paradoxes of like. Were you really the one who invented it? Would it have been invented on its own, or did you need to make this loop of like you get you see the invention, you get sent back in time, you invent it, and then that way you can see the invention and get sent back in time? It's like like the Terminator like diagrams, where yeah. it's just like what the hell? Like, yeah. How <laughs> What I really want to do, like, uh, I don't know, one of my, if I have a genie's wish, is, like, take George Washington and bring him to the future and be like, is this what you thought was going to happen? Like, <laughs> and he's like, fuck. <laughs> like, call the king up. We're sorry, man. <laughs> I just saw the Shane Gillis um, uh, comedy special. Oh, Beautiful Dogs? Uh, I think so. I don't really know. Where he's, um, like, he's like, I think he's making him at night. He's like, I'm making him at night. Like, the sandwiches. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one, yeah, the sandwich. That's so, he's so funny. This is so good, yeah. He's really good at, um, kind of, like, saying, like, conservative 
things, but being like, ah, like you know, like oh, he sells being, it, yeah, he sells it, and he's being like a really nice and personable to like. So he's like every side of the aisle can get a laugh from it. Even like the girls that were brought along mm. by their boyfriends to the comedy special. Yeah. He's like, oh, I know you were brought along, but like I'll make you laugh anyway. Yeah. He's pretty good about that. Well, yeah. like, uh, yeah, playing with the dangerous thing, like, especially if you talk about like disabled people, mm-hmm. people will be like, you're being an asshole. But like the way he does it, you're like, that yeah. was tasteful. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah it's, that is a very. That's, that's deep comedy. That's precise language. Yeah. That's. I like comedy like that where you can, you can get to that border. It's so funny. And it's like tasteful and says something like yeah. new in like a cheeky sort of way without like necessarily hurting anyone without mm. necessarily like doing anything bad. That's fun. I, I, I love yeah. I love comedy for that. The charisma. Mm. I feel like you learn a lot just by like watching those people. I think it's like to me, uh, I, I kind of parallel it with like cooking. Mm. But, like cooking like sugar is like it's, it's, it's really like finicky thing of like you got to heat it up right to the edge and keep it at a certain temperature if you go too far it's fucked it's burnt yeah. yeah or if you don't go enough it's not gonna happen you got to keep riding it right in the sweet spot right in the cut like oh you just, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's, that's, that's super fun the finesse that's the <laughs> i always say i would want to live every single life because like being able to be a comedian like just getting up there and like practicing eating shit you know the mm. first couple times but like you get better you like maneuver that joke you like do better at like saying that point like that's so fun I mm-hmm. feel like that's super interesting and then when you move and like you're like oh, I'm into cooking this is like my craft and you're chopping like really fast yeah the knife is an extension of your hand yeah and you got the onions going like that's so fun I honestly like all the immortality talk or talk about like e-accelerationism most of it's because like having more time would allow you to not mm-hmm. j- to live life without regret you know? yeah. be able to go back and say Oh, I'm going to choose to be a doctor for 30 years. But like, oh wait, I got more time. I can also be the chef, the surf bum, the like mm-hmm. anything else. That's I think where the, 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 the desire like truly comes from. Well, that's, um, that's something else I was thinking about. Um, and I've heard it's like a Buddhist concept to think like, or I don't know if it's Buddhist, but it's like a fraction of God is in you. And I, like, because I was talking to my friend about it and he was like, that's not really Christian because it's like, yes and no but it's like consciousness is a piece of god and it's kind of like right imagine if god as just a general concept don't think about it as anything specific but like god is everything and so he fractionalized himself into the the negative ones plus ones Mm -hmm. into the many stages of like i am god and you are god and we're just seeing reflections like i am seeing myself just in a different way Mm -hmm. like god is just living all the lives and it's like he's alone, so he's sort of playing with himself, kind you, of like. Have you uh, read that short story, The Egg? Or no. like, oh, it's so so good. I think it's kind of what you're talking about. It's like panentheistic, where like God is everything, but it's also like everything, you know, like everything within mm-hmm. the universe and all that stuff. There's a great short story where like um, this guy dies, and then he goes and meets God. God says like, oh, like by the way, like. Uh, your life was good, it was this, that, your, your wife's gonna miss you, all this other stuff. And he tells you, oh, actually, you're gonna reincarnate. The guy's like, what? You're gonna reincarnate, and uh, you're gonna be like um, this girl in like 6th century B, uh, BC or something mm-hmm. like that. And he's like, what? I have to go back in time? And then he explains to them that you're actually every single person. Mm-hmm. Like, you just keep reincarnating, 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 and you're gonna live every single life. And so the guy's shocked because he's like, so I'm Hitler and everyone he killed, mm-hmm. so I'm Jesus and all of his followers. Mm. Like, that's like a verbatim one. Yeah. Um, 
I love that like little thought experiment or like that story. And I always try to think of myself as like, imagine if I was if that story were true, where would I be along the spectrum? Am I like getting better? Am I like improving upon like who I was in the previous generation? Yeah, it's fun, you know, it's like lighthearted. But um, are you the positive one half or the negative one half? Right, right, right. Hope, hoping to be the positive one half. Yeah. Hope whatever like judge or like other people whatever. Um, I mean that makes it nice to be like kind of because sometimes it's like I feel bad because it's like. You know, even if you're having a bad day, it's like, well, at least I'm not, like, you know, getting blown up right now. Or, like, you know, at least I have water. And so it's kind of like a... It makes you feel better of, like, you know, I'm not suffering, but I did suffer. Or I am suffering because I am them, too. So it's okay. Like, like if I kill somebody, it's like, well, I'm getting killed. So it's fine. Yeah, back to that point about <laughs> your philosophy, does it affect your choices? I yeah, maybe if you ascribe to philosophy like that one, mm. you're going to be super empathetic to, like, everyone you meet. Because, mm. like, they're theoretically you, you know, if you, like, believe in that. Part. Or, like, psych- psych- like, a psychopath, you're like, I'm okay with killing myself. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go kill you. Because yeah. it is like, no, it's okay because I killed me. But, like, you are not. You don't perceive it that way. Like, you're not getting killed. But, yeah. like, you're like, in the grand scheme of things, it's okay. I'm okay with it. I consented, actually. Like, I really like having a philosophical conversations with people where we get at like that root where mm. it's like what do you like truly think at that point and a lot of people just think that like oh you're just like jerking around for an hour like mm. on a podcast <laughs> or, like, <laughs> at lunch or something but like to me I think some of those like phrases that someone will say like oh yeah no I'm more solipsistic or like I'm more uh, I, I do believe in reincarnation that like speaks volumes about how they like interact with the world yeah, yeah. They're, like, going to butt up against other people through that lens. They're going to butt up to other people. Yeah. And, like, we'll be unable to, like, engage with other forms of conversation if you're only seeing things yeah. through, like, this perspective or that one. Yeah. But it's, like, that's how you see, like, countries act is based on their religion. Like, it's, um, like, because you know, from what I've heard is, like, Asian countries are more collectivistic. It's, it's not so much putting myself forward. It's more, like, how do I, what can I do for everybody Mm -hmm. and that's kind of related i think to buddhism in certain ways um and i don't know exactly how buddhism works i don't you know don't at me but like it's (laughs) it's kind of a um like you're kind of working to be at peace with yourself rather than making like your reality what you want which is more of like a christian way of thinking kind of Mm -hmm. uh and then you see sort of like all right out of the christian countries like people who are more hardcore Christian have a more conservative way of thinking and like you can kind of see that in how like Poland acts versus now like a country like the US that's kind of lost God is like more psychopathic or like in like how they conduct business or how they have their influence and it's of course it's influenced by resources as well but like you see it as like we act not as like a super Christian nation but now that we've lost God it kind of goes to like nothing matters we can just act for like you know material gains of like mm-hmm. killing people rather than being like no morally as a Christian country we are against war so we're not going to promote this it's like well now that we don't care about those rules it's like I want this okay yeah go kill those people are you that's useful. I feel like I thought that you weren't uh, it's kind of weird 
like I don't subscribe to like a specific religion. Like I think like the lore of certain religions is kind of like, you know, people are like, oh, Jesus hangs out. Jesus was probably a cool guy, you know? Or like they talk about the Great Flood and it's like exactly real, which like maybe there was like a disaster story that seems to be a through line through everything. Um, I think there's like a key point like key points in religion where it's like you know Christianity has its own flavor of the disaster story but like it's not unique to Christianity you know I always think that like the story of like Gilgamesh or like Noah's Ark Mm. like I feel like that was just like some flood that happened to like some town Mm. and then like it was like oh my god our entire world was flooded and like people someone wrote it down or like Mm. communicated it orally and then that story slowly slowly warped and like got bigger and bigger and a lot of cultures start to adopt it because it's like a passed on like vocal tradition that eventually got written down well if you look um there are people who like graham hancock or robert shock they talk about like Mm -hmm. the younger drives impact theory of like there was a time when humanity was almost reduced to zero and so like people think like the Egyptian like the pyramids or like Gobekli Tepe is way older than we thought but it's like we are a species with amnesia because of this disaster we lost civilization mm-hmm. and so we had all these technologies that were built up and then because of the disaster we lost it and so now we are have like that reset and so like that goes with you know people talk about if you do the calculations for population uh, you know human like the universe was actually only created a couple thousand years ago and so it's like okay that might be because it was only created a couple thousand years ago or maybe it's because everybody almost got destroyed mm-hmm. and you see like a lot of these parallels around the world of like so like one of robert shock's theories is like he thought it was um it has to do with like crazy sun activity that meant so like these um like toroidal like almost like giant lightning came down and like destroyed shit all over the world and so you can see um you see like these pictograms that are shown up in all these different places that are supposed to be independent of each other they all have the same symbols going on where it looks like a toroid it's like you know like a loop on the bottom a line up the middle and then a loop like a upside down you uh, right side up you and a line connecting them mm-hmm. and then in egypt it has like the head of a bird or something like that and like that's that general shape is seen like on the Easter Islands and in you know like Paraguay and in Egypt and it's everywhere so it's kind of like this disaster this sort of shape because that's the shape that these like the mega lightning would come down as (laughs) is imprinted and so the people are drawing that everywhere because they all saw this experience but they couldn't communicate with each other and so they all kind of like wrote it down and that's really interesting Um, but then it's also like sort of the lost technology as well as like you know we can't make the pyramids today people think we can but it's like if you really think like the I figure we can I feel like I've seen like it's like very like some people nowadays can like move stone blocks like in incredible ways using like really very primitive technology but it's like so I'm kind of like partial to the fact that like I think humans probably did like most likely I'm like not convinced aliens or like anything yeah. like conspiratorial like that came down and like I'd love to see the evidence of like whatever Graham Hancock's talking about mm. with um, maybe there was like more population before what we consider mm. like uh, modern day humans like if, if that's true I'd love to see evidence for that but like on the face of it some of it feels a little like a little crackpot-esque yeah it's so like sci-fi like right. well, the yeah. lore of the world is actually <laughs> I get, no I get that it's but, fun to think about I, would, I mean if it's true that like we had tons and tons of humans and like tools that would just like degrade and we like can never find them mm-hmm. and like lost uh, technology or like lost um, history oh what a waste. It's well, so it's sad like, to not be able to go back and find that. Everything right now would degrade and we would know nothing. Like, hard drives are temporary as shit. Like, wouldn't, like, plastic last for, like, a really long time? 500 years. Really? 
but that's it. So it's like, all right, if, you know, Uranium? all these civilizations, I mean, but it's just like uranium sitting there. Like, we don't know, like, I guess, yeah. everything around it. But it's like, you know, they're theorizing, like, these things are 12,000 years old. That's enough time for all the metal to rust away, all the plastics to degrade. Mm-hmm. Literally, everything that we build or, like, everything we store information with, like, sure. right? Paper. Like, unless it's literally carved into a fucking rock, it all degrades away. And so we, you know, this is why I love what Elon Musk is like know. thinking of. Like, us going to other planets seems like necessary if we don't want. Mm. I guess the buzz line, which I love, is you don't want Earth to be a single point of failure. Yeah. If, like, Earth collapses. You want humanity to be like spread out. You know, obviously Earth is like the best like planetary. <laughs> you know, like it's like the best. Uh, it's Goldilocks. Thing, thing we have right now, the Goldilocks yeah. zone, we like developed here. If we were like to try to live on Mars, can you imagine like the mess, that, like the mess to our circadian rhythms, how hard it would be to terraform mm. all that other stuff. But like, if you're thinking like super sci-fi, like several like thousand years, like like me- like tons and tons of years into the future, obviously I would want humanity to be spread out because mm. if you do get terrible global warming or like an asteroid hits the Earth, you'd want humanity would be spread out like microbes like backup. somewhere else yeah. yeah a little backup somewhere well like uh history backed up too. some people think that like people used to live on mars or like something lived on mars because there's like a huge cell shelf that mm. runs all the way around mars and there's like evidence there's like evidence of nuclear bombs i don't know what the evidence is i think it has to do with like some of the glass which is one of the things they talk about like for the planet's destruction is like mm. there's evidence of this glass that we've only seen made in nuclear explosions and we're finding it like in these deep levels of like the ground it's like this happened 10,000 years ago I would be partial to like that's probably the like terror of space that caused that you know like yeah. explosions that are like nuclear level yeah. like, could probably happen through like some star exploding or like some formation like that yeah I, I mean I we have astronomy, like, evidence of, of like disaster events with dinosaurs so it's like who you know yeah. maybe it could have happened with us yeah, right? in between like I don't know when like a million years ago did they die I don't know but like in between then and now there's plenty of time for multiple disasters to have happened and reset us mm-hmm. um or like the thought of like we're actually from mars but we nuked the shit out of that and then we bounced to earth and now we're gonna bounce back after we nuked the shit out of earth or something like that it's like yeah we just keep going back and forth and like the people on jupiter are like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> it'd be you know i do think in the next what is it 20 years we're like probably gonna see what's on europa and mm-hmm. like see that there's like organismal life or like a even like single celled mm-hmm. underneath the ice shelf that'd be so cool if you saw like under these oceans you know just like some evidence that like even if it's like basic like nucleic acids mm-hmm. down there that'd be so wonderful to see i think there's like some theories that um i think genomes are like too big for evolutionary history i think if you like trace back like they're supposed to like double over time like mm-hmm. they get bigger um through evolutionary history or something i think if you trace it back to like single cells like what we think is like the first single cell organism on earth it's still like too big um mm. compared to like what it would take for um nucleic acids to be like boiling in like a little hot soup and like generating the first cell mm. so i think there's some theories that um these small like macromolecules or like um you know just like proto molecules mm. were actually littered throughout asteroids because at a certain point in time supposedly the entire um uh galaxy was at a certain temperature you know because initially it was like incredibly hot Mm -hmm. and it had to cool down Mm -hmm. at a certain point everything was like 
at the perfect Goldilocks temperature mm. for um, this sort of like perfect soup to be like on every asteroid, every planet, mm. just like making itself. So hypothetically, like we could have come from like this proto soup uh. that was like littering other like asteroids or places, and maybe that didn't develop oh. like just on Earth, which would be very cool. I'd love to see what people find yeah. when they like go and see like mm. um, deeper into Mars, maybe on Europa, if we have like better astronomy tools. Well, it's like the James Webb like seeing back as far in time as possible because of like the way the heat works, it's like it was too hot for like light to be generated. So it's like, there's a certain point, cause like, right, we can see into the past by looking at light from distances. And so it's because it takes the time to travel, but it's like, there's a certain point where it's like, it's so old that like the light doesn't, like there wasn't light or something like that. And so there's like a like wall of mm -hmm. you can only see so far back in time or we can only know so much far back in time because before that it is there wasn't it was yeah. too warbly to even like <laughs> write down or you know yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm failing to say it rightly but anyways rightly whatever um, it is yeah it's like that's devastating that we can't see past that yeah point. but what about like how if aliens come how would that <laughs> fuck with our philosophy how would that fuck with religion I don't know I feel like we grew up like in a Catholic school, so mm -hmm. like uh, I'm I'm sure they would persevere. They'd somehow incorporate that into their. But if the aliens come with space Jesus and they're like, "Nah, y'all are wrong," and we're like, "Nah, we're the we're the planet. We are him," and they're like, "Dude, like we got space Jesus on at least three planets. You're a dinky ass fucking <laughs> Earth Jesus ain't got shit. So like you it either submit. Either I mean, like honestly, like Catholicism or like um, Islam, those could persevere for like sin, like another couple of millennia or not you know like i have a friend who said that that minecraft with all its popularity mm. he's like i could see that dying out next year and like everyone forgetting about it mm. or it could continue on until like humanity dies mm. like it's such a popular thing honestly I, I hold the same thing for like most of these world religions right now i don't know if like they're gonna survive whatever like crazy things are gonna happen in the next century I, I would also maybe bet on them surviving for forever because people are just always inclined to have those sort of like philosophical like tilts towards oh yeah like I'd like mm. to dream of something more above with meaning you know like past the point of investigation well that's why I say like religion is sort of like they're different flavors I guess of the same thing it's like how do you bond the sort of like geocentric nature of like oh yeah God came to earth it's like well, what about aliens planet did god didn't go there why didn't you know why are we the planet and they didn't get jesus if they come and they're like yeah you guys got a version because there's a bunch of saviors who come to all the planets because it's all part of this one you know meta religion that's the real shit okay are like these different flavors incorporated into that i'm sure there's going to be people who are like nah fuck you like we're the best your religion's like a pagan religion. It's like, bro, like, what, it, you know, it's like, because if Christians come, like, when Christians come to, like, Native, you know, America, they're like, yeah, they worship this weird-ass, like, rock shit, but, like, we're going to show them the real religion, you know? Like, they're all these, like, worshiping spirits, like, this, this you know, backwater, you know, weird thing that they developed on their own because they didn't talk to anybody, and now we're bringing them the actual religion that's, like... And like, oh, Christianity's true just because it's so prevalent. Like, how do we know that like this backwater religion isn't the right one? It's like, and, and like, that was a big one for me. Like when I was considering like what my inclination was towards um, religion or not. Like, I'm I just grew up Catholic because my family was that. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I was born somewhere else, I would have been born 
like in that religion believing those things you know mm-hmm. so that was a big reason for me to like start questioning and start like finding out what I wanted to believe in mm. or not believe in reserve yeah. judgment you know oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe in God maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm inclined towards no mm. but again for like anything that's outside of like that realm I I just go back to the skeptical answer I reserve judgment mm. I don't like I don't operate as though there's a God I feel like there's other things that probably like like if I wanted to use like colloquial language to be like I believe in I'd probably hold those like a lot higher than I would be like oh I believe in God well like what do you think like not necessarily like you know bearded man God but like kind of talking about how there are only four rules and we've created like the whole system comes from that it's kind of like there is like the way there is reality and maybe that is God like kind of thinking of more like an abstraction of like not a conscious being but like right it's kind of like that to me feels like I'm doing like this God of the Gaps thing where like I don't know enough about where that came from how it came to be why there's only I guess what the way you're saying it like four laws or whatever but I'm not gonna go ahead and put God as like a sticker that like encompasses all those questions mm. for me it's like much more useful to say I don't know the like fundamental questions of the universe or like the fundamental answers that like would come from those questions and I'm just gonna leave that as a question mark as a blank space as something to tackle once the human race has like enough resources or whatever like different science to like go after mm. those things but I'm not gonna put God there and just like stop or like I, like start putting it all in with this like big faith sort of thing mm. I like to be like I'm gonna reserve judgment I'm gonna put data in different buckets and I'm gonna like change opinions and like the way I act based on the empirically adequate like things I can find out when I do investigations. Well no I'm thinking it's more like abstract of like kind of going back like I think therefore I am it's kind of like we are therefore there's God kind of thing of like reality is at least as far (laughs) as we can tell I'm sure you're reserving skepticism on that but like you know something's going on so there's gotta be something. Why can't it just be, you know? Like, well, also, why is God, like, immune to that sort of questioning? Like, if there's a God, like, why would there ever be something... Why, why, why wouldn't there be something underlying him? Mm. You know, like, a lot of people say, um, like, oh, just God is that. God is the force that, like, mm. underlies everything, you know? I, I could be like, yes, but I don't understand why that thing, like the sticker that you're putting over all these questions... Why would that sticker? Why would you ever decide that that's like the final point? I don't get that. Sort I think of, it, I sort guess of way of thinking. Like maybe, because um, things like maybe we're too dumb to comprehend it all. Like there's beings who would like see an extra dimension. Like there's another layer mm. that we as humans can't really perceive, and so it's not. It like I guess you know the human brain needs it to like in order to fit with how we work. It's like we need the unmoved mover because we think of things as like something gets moved and then that moves something and then you know we mm-hmm. think very linearly and so we need a beginning for the line and so it's like and maybe that's why you can kind of like put it into like the god bucket of mm-hmm. like the universe is going on and we think there's a start to it and so maybe the start is God maybe the like the reason it exists not like like oh, it means something, but, like, how it has become is, like, that's God, or maybe, like, you know, 
are we the simulation? Was the programmer the God? What is the whole point of it? Is there a point? Maybe the point is God. Maybe just the the you know the the roller coaster ride is God, and there's nothing but God is everything. It feels like whatever it is, there's like this desire to call it God, and I like don't have that desire. I feel like I would just call it the thing that I find out at that point. Well, I mean, I don't know that it's like something that needs to be worshipped. Like, I think that's implied with saying God, but it's just kind of like... Why couldn't you say just the variable? You know, like, the thing that, like, you find out that underlies the substrate. Or like, the truth, the base, the... Yeah, the, whatever that is. I mean, but, yeah, but, like, God seems... I mean, maybe not how it's used today, especially, like, in a Christian world. Like, mm-hmm. God has whatever it means, but, like, I don't know, in my mind, it's like, that's kind of, like, saying the variable is, like, no, the... We have a word, like, that's God. That's what that is. Like, that's the... I feel like the, God is a huge intuition bump. Well, like, when you say God, there's a lot of baggage. Yeah, words. you don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like, because I can't... It's almost like if, if you're going to say something so abstract about, like, the variables that we don't know, mm-hmm. that equals God, I'll just be like, okay, that seems like a weird way to use language. And kind of like, mm-hmm. you're carrying too much baggage when you use language. So, I won't do that, but you do you. you well, it's, no, it's, it's, it's like it would take a day to explain it to, like... This is what the whole concept is, and then I'm gonna put that sticker right on it. You know, because it's like way easier to go boop rather than being like, oh yeah, you got a day to go like over the all the whole intricacies of the idea. Like to explain the like the concept is a complicated con or like it's so abstract it takes a lot of language to put my thinking into your brain. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck do I mean? It's like. Eh. You know, like, right, we're talking about why, what the fuck is going on, what is this, mm-hmm. is there a point, does it matter, all of that, and so it's like, this is a thing, and so it's kind of like, alright, <laughs> is that God? I don't know, like, what is, you know, the, the setting it aside, you know, making reality a one unit to be understood, and then seeing, like, does it come from somewhere? Does it, you know, maybe that's just how reality works. It doesn't need to come from somewhere. All of this, like, sort of complicated of, like, what the fuck is going on just over and over in different ways is, like, okay, yes. And so you can say, God. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just the weird warbliness. Like, the weird, still like, for me. I, I, would, I would still not go ahead and slap that sticker on it, but... Yeah, I'm okay with I don't know, people I'm not, to do it. I just think it's a big intuition bump and kind of unclear. I don't know, because like, I'm not trying to say it's like, right, like, oh, he's got a plan for us. Because then mm-hmm. you can be like, it's the rules. It's like, you know, kind of deterministic of like, he doesn't have a plan for us. It's like, this program is running. It is already, you know, if you knew all the rules, you knew all the variables, you could predict the future because there's only one way it's actually going to go. And so maybe that is, he knows the future for us is like, he doesn't know it simply is the future because that's how the system's gonna work. Yeah, it feels like you're like plugging in like an extra card into the deck that doesn't need to be there. Like the, the like thing you don't that need to call about. the rules God. Yeah. They're just the rules. Yeah. But it's kind of like all of the concepts leave an at least a desire for like a starting point. I mean if you the desire for the starting point or the the desire for something like, you can have that, but it doesn't mean either A, it exists, or that thing has any of the, like, characteristics or intuition that we, like, consider God to be. You know, like, if you want to put the label and sticker mm-hmm. of God there, you can, but it doesn't mean you're going to find something that's, like, God-like or yeah. whatever you're, like, talking about there. But, but it feels I, like heavy baggage. It's, to me, it's kind of going to, like, 
going back to the cliff analogy, it's like we just, it's trying to accept like you're just falling and there is no, like it's like wanting the concept of I jumped off the cliff and then I'm falling. Why am I falling? It's rather than just waking up falling, like coming into it in the middle of something rather than being able to be like, here's the beginning, here's the end. Like, right, you have a line and a line is infinite, but you're only seeing a small segment of it. It's a lot, you know, I want to see the beginning of the line, but it's like, no, 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 the line's infinite. It's like, so how am I every, you know, how am I not everywhere on the line? It's like, no, 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 you have to be at a certain point in the line, right? If time is infinite, it's like, oh, well then time wouldn't be reality. It's like, no, 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 it's like, you have to exist at a, a certain point in time. So you, you know, you have to pick a spot in infinite. You're not everywhere in infinite. You're right here. So it's like, but I want to see the whole infinite or it's not infinite, it has to have a start. And so that makes sense to me. It's a finite thing. Like the concept of infinite, like kind of is, is weird because you're like, Oh, if everything's, if it's all infinite, then I would know it all. It's like, no, 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 no. You only get to know a part of infinite. You know, it's like, right? An infinite number line is like, okay, there is a one. It's not like, oh, it's all the same. It's like, no, there is a one and there is a two and there's a three too. It's like, there is a, that's me. Um, right, there is, you have to be in a section of the infinite and you have the whole infinite going on at the same time versus wanting to like kind of contain the infinite into like a ball of like, I can grab onto it and be like, this is one infinite or like this is the start of the infinite which you know doesn't work with the definition but like it's not infinite. here's the finite here's yeah, the beginning I, i'm kind of confused by what you're saying but like maybe like it's <laughs> like honestly like to, to be honest, that's the most like yeah maybe like, it seems like when we get too metaphysical like if we preface with like hey this is like a theory this could be the case um i'm super cool doing that mm. um but if you say like it's gotta be, it has to be, I, like, this is the, the case, then I start to be like, hmm, why? Like, let's dig into that, let's unpack each one of those sentences, and, like, mm -hmm. get to, like, a base root, like, is what you're really communicating just, like, a desire or, like, a an understanding that you have? That's, like, my inclination, uh, what to do with that. If not, like, like theories are cool. Like, I'd, I'd like to write sci-fi at some point, like, mm -hmm. make my own theories in science and go after them, mm -hmm. but uh, unless there's, like, a testable hypothesis I feel like what you're doing is metaphysics which is like not necessarily useful unless you like think of it like as fun or like artistic or like what we do in your free time yeah I mean yeah it's not gonna pay the bills but like <laughs> I don't it's just kind of like the the you know and that's we were talking about like uh, or I was like, you know people come up to you in like a Walmart parking lot and like ask you do you believe in God it's like Man, I don't got time for this. <laughs> like, this is a day I gotta explain to your dumb ass who wants just me to be like, oh, I love Jesus. It's like, you know, is it worth the effort? And what is the, who gives a shit anyways? I try to be kind in that moment, I it, guess. It's I, like, I wanna, I wanna move on with my day, but I feel like sometimes whoever's doing that is doing it for some harder reason. I, I, like, I told you the story about the person coming up to me and my girlfriend, mm. and it seemed like they had their own struggle going on mm. rather than like, necessarily that they wanted to give us something like Jesus or anything. Yeah. So, you know, just be just be nice in those situations. I view it more negatively of like, you're doing this to like jerk yourself off and feel good. Fuck don't involve me in your like, oh I'm such a good person. Like, hey, fuck off. Like I'm, don't get me involved. You know, <laughs> like jerk I off like, like everybody else. Don't get you know I like to assume benevolence. I think most people think that they're the main character or like think that they're um they're doing good for the world.
Like, even the worst people, you know? Because like, you think they're real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, no, I see... Well, like, that's another thing of, like, assuming every person acts logically based on their no, fucked de- up logic. Or not oh, logically, yeah. but, like, Maybe that. everybody has a reason. Maybe it's not, lo- like, explicitly logically, but it's, like, you know, serial killer. Oh, well, they had this, like, either their brain's fucked up or they had a mm-hmm. fucked up childhood. And so where they think this is what they need to do or this is the only way that they can actually feel anything because they don't have any connection. And so it's like everybody has a reason for everything. But then you get into like, okay, well then, so you can't say people are evil because it's like, no, if you actually experience their reality, if you were put in their shoes, you would do the same thing. But that's not very practical to be like, oh, that serial killer is like, well, no, he's a person too. It's like, put his ass in jail. We don't have time for this like, Oh, he has a reason. I'm sure he has a reason for it. Put his ass in fucking jail. He can't go around killing people just because he has a reason for it. Or, like, you know what I mean? Several things there. Um, One, like, I think there's, like, something that can be said for... Even if there's no way to say, like, oh, that's evil or that's good or whatever. People like being, like, he's guilty or I don't like that. It's, Mm -hmm. like, very freeing. It makes you, like, feel catharsis. You get to pick a one or a zero. Right. Like, doing that is, like healthy for people I guess like you can say bad you don't have to be like in the weird middle of skepticism or like well it's it's bad for me but it was good for him based on his kind of logic or like like, nice for some people like I think sometimes you can dive into like the colloquial and just be like that's evil I don't like it or like sometimes you can be like oh that's just a system there operating like this and that and just like talk very robotically about the whole situation Mm. Um, but it, it's like a convenient box to put them in rather than going through the minutia of are sure. they bad why it's like bad done easy sure I think maybe like legal systems could gain something from maybe like I don't know if like the universe is deterministic or like random like mm-hmm. is there something hidden in the quantum fluctuations mm-hmm. or whatever like I don't know I'm not going to go into that woo woo but um yeah we wouldn't want to get woo woo <laughs> <laughs> we have a big thing um but, like, if you did consider the universe to be deterministic and people are just, like, a product of their environments and, like, their thoughts are, like, completely a product of uh, their upbringing, their cells, mm. um, the things they ate yesterday, yada, yada, it's still good to be able to say, hey, we as a society consider that machine, that, like, collection of parts, the collection of cells, his thoughts, actions, their this, that, and the other. We consider that to be dangerous to others. Mm-hmm. Let's put them into a cell and rehabilitate them to the best of our ability, or like punish because like other people care about that. You know, mm-hmm. like other people like really need that sort of sense of justice or other things like that. Maybe talking about it a little robotically like that, maybe mm-hmm. without words like evil, moral, objective, like mm-hmm. truth. Like the, there's a, there's this big like baggage on top. Maybe legal systems could benefit from some of that. And I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they like mm-hmm. weigh a little bit of the. Um, that's evil, that's bad, like, all juries just being, like, moved purely by these emotions versus, like, some of this logical, like, shop talk of, like, hey, like, this guy, even though he's a serial killer and it's not his fault, Mm -hmm. we still will like to incarcerate them because, like, it's bad for, like, him to be around other people. It's like, yeah, you can kind of get, um... Or them, or them. Or, or, like, a couple ideas, like, one, that's kind of, like, where philosophy gets practical with legislation, with how governments work, but, like, you, you you know thinking about it in a way of like 
do you think about it economically like well this is bad because we invested a lot of money into all these people and he's just like destroying all this value for his pleasure and like he produces some value but it's it's you know overall it's better for the budget if we destroy this one person who's only so productive versus him killing all these other productive people for him to remain productive and so like you can think about it kind of like that of like how practical do you get how religious do you get is it wrong to kill it's like uh depends who you ask depends what situation it is right it's like okay it might be really practical to kill a bunch of people but that's wrong it's like okay are we christian now all of a sudden we're killing is wrong like or are we just, you know, are we purely logical of like, oh, uh, we got too many people. We got to get rid of like 20,000. It's like, all right, pick out randomly. We'll get rid of these 20,000. Or don't pick out randomly. Pick the least productive members of society. Like, kill those people. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is that wrong? Is that right? Depends on like where your laws stem from. So like, right, we had the like Judeo-Christian origins of like our laws in America and that's sort of like the whole reason behind, right, everybody, everybody has inalienable rights, Everybody, every life is worth something. It's like, that's very Christian of you to think. Like, every person is equal, right? I don't know. I feel like there's probably a melting pot of things. Like, I know a lot of people like to throw around that, like, there are Judeo-Christian nations, there are mm. Christian nations, all this stuff. Mm. And sure, like, littered among the fabric of culture, there's, like, some pretty big, like, sewing lines of like Judeo-Christian thought mm-hmm. um, leaders people like words like sin morality and all this stuff um, that's a huge quilt I like don't know how you'd be able to like fully encompass the thing and just be like yes this is completely like died in the wool of Judeo-Christian thought I feel like we like at least America like we grew up like very very melting pot whether mm-hmm. it was like from our first interactions at like Roanoke or Jamestown or like mm-hmm. any of that to like now I feel like there's so much history that it's, it's kind of again maybe like going back to it's kind of productivist to be like it's just Judeo-Christian well not just but it's it's like this one root idea kind of came from the Judeo-Christian like okay where did we get this one idea of like life is valuable or like every man is equal right that's kind of fundamental for democracy is fundamental for the bill of rights it's just like you know this sort of like capitalistic like pull yourself up by your bootstraps because one is equal to one sort of idea and that kind of idea i think comes from christianity or judeo i don't know how the jews feel about it or the muslims but the christian idea of like every person is equal because it's like before it was like the king is sent by God to be king. It's like, why am I a peasant and he gets to be king? It's like, uh, cause you're a fucking pe- He's from God, bro. You mm-hmm. suck. You are built for eating dirt and dying kind of thing. It's like, when, but then you get to the point of like with Christianity, it's like, I'm equal to him. We are the same. And then it becomes like, yeah, I deserve to be able to sleep on silk sheets. I don't, I shouldn't have to live these shitty lives or this shitty life compared to him. Oh, why does he get to de- deserve to live it when we're equal? Mm-hmm. And so that gets to like the capitalistic of like, now we get to fight and whoever wins gets all the shit. But then it's like, okay, well, then is it that still kind of back to like, you were born with God's powers. If you were born with intelligence, then you get to win. It's like, so did you really earn that? Are you really equal? And then you get to all eugenics-y of like, well, we got to get rid of the bad, you know, genetics. I'd probably, what? like, I don't know, maybe I'd push back a bit on, like, that, uh, every, uh, every person is equal in the eyes of God, like, every person is, like, a worthy life or whatever. Is that, like, totally a Judeo-Christian thought? 
I'm sure there's like other civilizations that thought yeah. that as well. You know, like maybe not. Well, but it's like you know, like um, uh, oh, I, I couldn't find it online, but it's like there are universe. There are like ideas that like pop up without. So like like a knife is a I don't know what you would call it, like a universal invention. Let's a say sta- so. a stabby stick is good. Yeah, it's like it's like it's yeah, very you useful. Put, to put a, a monkey on island, he'll make stabby stick or yeah. make cutty stick. So uh, it's like same thing with like if you put a monkey like. I don't know, in a library, he'll come up with inherent, like, value of human life <laughs> kind of thing. Like, <laughs> like given enough time and enough yeah. resources, every, like, uh, what is it, like, everything turns into a crab. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so it's like, okay, you know, maybe they came up with it in the East in a different way, but they still got the same idea. But you kind of see, well, now it's getting a little, like, mm, fuck China. But, like, <laughs> you get into the sort of, like, like, well, like, like, it's sort of a, there's a very utilitarian way that they operate that isn't as much maybe it's because they're not a democracy but it's like they're not like human life isn't valued as much or it's more of a practical resource like if you look at their space program they launch things like in the middle of their country whose space program china oh yeah they're like so like all of our space launch sites are on the east coast that way if we launch something and it fails it lands in the ocean they have all their stuff just out in the middle of like kind of nowhere but it's over on their western side and they're like oh if it falls on like a community oh well we don't care kind of thing i don't know it's kind of hard like, for me to like just judge from like such a like ant levels perspective like i'm yeah. sure like maybe they're like the risk isn't that bad mm. they're like they've done maybe there's tons of territory that things can actually fall on that there's no populated areas mm. i have no idea like it's hard for me to be i like, mean yeah, yeah and they are in rural areas this, that and the other. but like I, I don't know and like you know you talk to chinese people they're not like we are all machines in the cog like i don't know if we are all cogs in the machine of time whatever like they're people too you know they're not fucking like oh you I mean, go, obviously yeah, yeah like, you go over to china and they're all bugs like no but i've been to china twice china's beautiful uh Hong Kong was really cool, and I've been in uh, Guangzhou for a bit. Man, I wish I could go to China. That place, it, like, those weird little mountains that, like, just break up. They don't, like, have, like, the... Yeah, I haven't been to an area like that, but um, I've seen paintings and drawings. And Did I really... you see the wall? No, I didn't see the wall. No, no, no. I, uh, I was just in, like, a small area. I've gone twice. One for an art course that I took in um, transitioning between high school and college. Mm-hmm. I did, like, a animation and drawing with them. Um, Savannah College of Art and Design. They have a really cool Hong Kong uh, campus. Mm. And I got to go see like Victoria, Victoria Peak. And we even went to Macau for a little bit. Um, the place is called Schwam Chui Po. Like mm. very nice. Like uh, there's like wet markets and mm. just like meat and like um, everywhere. Like it's very like, I guess stereotypically Chinese what, as an American you mm. probably think of. Um, but beautiful, like a, like a very, very cool place to be in. And then the second time I went was with uh, my diving group. We like got over and got to train with like a, at an Olympic diving facility. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Like I thought I was like cool being a D1 athlete, doing all this stuff with uh, my team. But then I go over there and there's like 12 year olds just outclassing us like crazy. <laughs> they're all doing like, to me, what I guess is like a perfect 10, mm-hmm. but they're going in and their coaches are saying like, oh no, that's like an eight, that's a seven. Mm. Like you need to put your toes even like better here. Um, they're stretching them out like crazy and they're like raising them to be champions from like yeah. a tiny age. And that's like a great honor to be one of those coaches or one of those kids at this yeah. like Olympic facility. And I'm getting to go as for like a summer <laughs> trip because my coach is really cool. My coach used to like um, coach the Olympic national team. So he's like, mm. he's got, he's a very, big name in China so when he goes back he's like 
his hot stuff. So he was really cool. He that's got to so invite cool. us from four of them. That was pretty nice. Right, you're a cool dude. That's pretty sick. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I guess like that was a little rant about like I went to China and did some cool things. No, that's fucking sick. I want to go to China. Like, bro, like how many people you know? Like, you go up and they're like, yeah, I like hang out. And you're like, oh yeah, I went to China. What? Like, right? like, yeah, I was diving there. You're like. I got super lucky. I've been <laughs> super fortunate in like a couple different instances to travel around the world a lot. Mm. Like my, uh, um, on my mom's side, my family's from Bolivia. So like did a lot of stuff over there. Um, when I was growing up real young, um, I got to go on a school trip to Europe. And I also was fortunate enough to travel like during this last year, see like Ireland and all this stuff. And I love it. If like anyone like doesn't get, have the opportunity, it's like, very sad to not be able to like see multiple cultures and definitely like checking like how much like fortune I've had to be able to go and do those things but I always like pick up on like a an anecdote I had from like one of those trips or like mm. something like that and like common conversation and like little differences in people like you're right like um maybe like holding the door open for someone is like very like common in one place but not in another mm. and I guess like there's probably so much to be learned about like you were saying uh Oh yeah, probably like on the East, uh, more like collectivist mentality versus in America, it's like very individualist. Mm. I I love like playing back and forth with that concept. Like, I really like being individualist. I like being motivated and going after my like my cause and my research and like the things I want to do and like. But I also like love the idea of thinking of us as more like a hive, where like all mm. kind of a group like wanting to go forward and like build this bit great like endeavor called humanity and like all of its mm. innovations. That's very fun. So yeah. every one of those things is like another lens to look through. It's super fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, oh, so many things there. Like, yeah, other countries, cool, great. <laughs> Try to speed run all my points. Like, like the education you get from traveling mm -hmm. is something that's like, you know, I mean, I think everybody would be better off if they could travel. Although it wouldn't be, I don't think that's practical, but like, I would, if but you can, you should. Uh, if just you, if you can, you should. And like. I hope that we live in a world of abundance soon. Like, yeah. uh, obviously the buzzwords are like, oh, I hope AI does stuff. But like, yeah. if AI gets better in enough context and enough fields mm. that there is a world of abundance, and it's like, I know like currently in like the US and like in first world countries, like it seems like we have so much, we could probably be giving it to other people mm. or like figuring out ways to redistribute wealth. But if that was just like a stupid amount of like wealth, like enough that like, not just like billionaires or millionaires didn't know what to do with, but like almost like everyone didn't know what to do with. Mm. And like everyone, like even at the lowest level of like poverty had the access to it. Cause like resources are so abundant. That'd be incredible. Then people could actually like see other cultures, travel, um, learn a new thing. The way that YouTube is so wonderful, like mm. for teaching you something now, imagine if you could have like hands-on experience from like a mentor who had like quote unquote been through it. Cause mm. it's like the AI that's been trained on everything, you know, talking to you'd get so knowledgeable. So I, th I would think empathetic because like you'd get to know through other people's eyes, through the unique experiences. I think one of the worst things is that because there's not enough resources, people like silo themselves and then everyone's an other because uh -huh. of that. Just, I'm just taking it in. There's a lot, dude. Ah, oh, holy fuck, dude. I don't, yeah, like. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. There's Where do you want to go from here? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many options. I'm like trying to remember what I was thinking, but also trying to think about what you just said at the same time. I mean, I, wow. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about the. Um, AI stuff because I feel like that's hot topic nowadays. Oh, it's yeah, it's in. Um, 
I feel very like tech bro accelerationist mm. when I talk about like yeah world of abundance it's coming but I like hearing other people say like hey that's gonna be hard that's gonna be like there's greedy people out there there's like other things that <laughs> yeah. are gonna like, catch into that well, like, I, I need to like check myself to make sure I'm like being realistic and like how are we actually gonna get there rather than just like hope and pray you know there's the idea of like the the you know the first adopters too of AI like one and I'm not the first to say this, but like if it's this super powerful tool like you're talking about, the first couple people who have access to it are gonna get such a head start on everybody. That's that hard. it's like yeah. holy shit. But then like how is AI gonna change the world in like, okay, yeah, is there a need for a UBI because like so much work is just like done automatically? Mm-hmm. And then also like, what the fuck is AI in like or <laughs> how does it fit into our ideas of like it's a tool that kind of like replaces us in you know I guess it's like yeah a hammer replaces you beating shit with your fist right right but like but replace you you yeah or like or like replace the need for work yeah in a way of like I'm sure there's gonna be a need for certain things that's work but like you know once like there's a certain satisfaction you get from doing work and it's like once you know we don't have all these jobs mm-hmm. for like farmers it's like just and it also like it just flows automatically yeah. of like again back like you're not needed rule. like it's it's being done by something else yeah. like you're not needed for anything everything's well, just like if you want to play you can play but like daddy's got it <laughs> but it gets boring after a while and then, but it's also like does do things become kind of dumb of like you know you wonder like thinking collectivistically is like right a cell like it would be really shitty if your finger cells all of a sudden were like actually I want to be more of a heart cell and now they're just like rooting their way somewhere else you're about like it's cancer right yeah it's like you know you 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 the individualism it works but like when you think about like the super organism of like society hmm. which you can see it's like literally like an organism when you look at like roads as veins just transferring resources around as like humanity is like a goo on the earth just kind of like consumes it and then it's gonna move to another planet and eat that almost like a virus not to be like mean but you know like the way I that like how you're talking about it that it's like very storybook, but it, I like yeah. the analogy that like humans are like tiny cells in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like we're doing our own like crazy But now we don't need to do that. So we have a program mm-hmm. and it's like, is that going to be part of us? It, have we created, and that's like a, right, like a virus, at least, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, it's not even alive, depending on who you ask, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's just a piece of code. And if it touches you, you just, bang, it just fucking <laughs> like your, your system. It's like, like a code word. If I said the right words to you, yeah. you would just have a psychotic break almost. And it's like, AI could almost be in a way like a virus of like, it's not conscious. It's just a code or a system that just self promulgates right. over and over. And it constantly like just turns into this mechanical virus that just builds, makes more things so they can just move to another planet, which may be us, but like we're conscious. So we're cool. But like AI is just this robot that just becomes this all consuming virus that just goes around just eating energy just because what is its goal? Expand. And it just does that forever without consciousness. I mean, how do we live? Like, we let it do that because like it keeps us in like a nice little farm pen where we can like play golf <laughs> you know we're like oh thanks Have cocaine and parties yeah like, exactly like, like, yeah um i don't know like uh, touching back on you said first adopters i wanted to touch on that um <laughs> yeah kind of got away from no, no, that. No, 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 i'll go to both that sounds <laughs> cool um 
that's a hard problem. I feel like open source is really cool. That like if everyone has their own mini AI that they can toy with, mm. it'll be better than if we centralize the whole thing. Mm. But then again, you go into the problem of like what happens when like every common Joe can like make a bioweapon in their garage. Yeah. That sucks, you know. So it's individualism versus collectivism too. Yeah. Like back and forth there. I don't really know what to do with that one, but we should maybe talk about that. The second one, which was um oh, you were saying that like uh if it's like virus like um what do we do if like it's kind of in competition with us or we don't need to work or anything like that i think some of that i guess that's the alignment problem again like what happens when if the super intelligent ai is like aligned to do a thing that mm. we don't want it to be doing or like it messes with our our job you know like we want to work but it's got all the work mm-hmm. done for us i think maybe like you can tell me what you think but like i think Neuralink, something that we're like we start fusing more with that mm. whatever the AGI or AI thing is like, if we become, if we can evolve a little bit to like keep up the speed and have our say or like our like uh, vote is in the is in the pot, you know, mm. that I think would like be better than just like letting this thing go off the rails and like we can influence it. Like when we start creating it, we want to talk to it. And we want to like say, hey, don't hurt us humans. Like once you get so intelligent, but, like yeah, once it's so intelligent, we want to be able to just like change its code or like change its directives i think like one that kind of almost implies that it needs us you know it's like what you know what is the usefulness of the human brain to the ai because it's useful to us right we want the ai to work for us it's like what you know what are we going to do for it which maybe that's like because we have that creative x factor you know that like ai is just a robot we have souls like maybe that's something maybe that's just kind of like it's cracking creativity though like i i guess this is probably a is it though? Because I mean, it's all based off of things that have already happened. Although maybe we're just based off of things that yeah, have already right. happened. Yeah, going with the with determinism, I feel like it's a touched on point, like like way too touched on. But yeah, no, like we all thought that AI and robotics would be first getting the like really menial um, math type jobs, like science and all that stuff. But it's actually getting all the art first. It's getting like mm. poetry done like first. Mm. You, I didn't think we would crack poetry and like how to make a uh, a Van Gogh before we would crack how to do scientific research. Mm. I thought it would be the other way around. I thought humans had this special thing, and I think it's breaking all of our expectations there. That's yeah. That's kind of sad. Like we're not special. We're just maybe we like. What if we're just a really complicated AI? But then it's like, well, I want to. When we get back to this, like, is it conscious? Uh, but like, what if that like us neuralinking is just like the step before we just become jars or heads in jars mm-hmm. and then boom simulation theory and then it boom, it, it just regenerates again of like AI doesn't need us but then it keeps it around it keeps us around for some reason or it tricks mm-hmm. us all to be brains in jars and then we're all happy or like we think we're brains in jars but then it kills us off because it's a waste of resources I guess that's what I would want I would want like not what <laughs> the problem that you're saying not the pr- I don't want that but um I would want us to somehow be integrating as we're like building better and better AIs mm. so that like either some of us or all of us or I, I don't know what we decide on that but as we like if we can like speed up our intelligence and we can like you know like talk to it mm. like as smartly as it can talk to us then like it never necessarily gains the upper hand mm. and I think that would be good because then we can influence decisions made in a post-AI world. We can influence 
in a world where like there's super intelligence is just like walking around. You could then say like, hey, I want to keep my human body. I really like having muscles. I really like uh, running along Bayshore. I really like being in like communities with other people and like eating food. Like that's all very like integral to the human experience. Mm. But I'd like to be able to think fast enough to not just be like a monkey compared to like a super intelligence that can just like wash over me, mm-hmm. like like steamroll any decision or any like desire I have because it's got like no inclination to eat food, no inclination to like be social or like what. Um, it's like why would you have a like body or whatever? You make it like I guess that's kind of the, the, the like tricking it into doing like that's assuming it doesn't become conscious and want to take over the world. You're like it is it remains a tool and you're like no no, no I, I'm I'm or, assuming or, it like. I'm assuming it does become smart enough or like good enough to mimic what we think is conscious mm-hmm. or even be conscious, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's that speed, like it's as human-like or like smart that I can like look at it and be like, there might be a mind back there. It's like smarter than me. Uh-huh. Even if that's the case, I'd like want to be up to speed with it, you know, like. Um, but like you're limited, like you can't like physically, you know, or like you're like, I want to be able to play on your level, like you want to be able to play on the level of AI, but like that re- requires a converter of like, you really can't ever do that. You, you know, don't be able to. I, it, I'm thinking sci-fi, like not just like t- two years, three years. I'm talking like very far off where Neuralink is in its like 80th generation. Yeah. And now not only do we have like a little electrode, but like our brain, like wetware, mm. is kind of half wetware and half like bionic or like maybe like there's a the cells are able to like emit wi-fi friction frequencies or whatever you know like it's like cyborg like it's like to me it's like the brain is old tech like and and that's kind of trying to find the thing about the like the human brain that's like special or like the factor that the ai doesn't have because like Mm -hmm. If we have something useful, then there's a point to like integrating us into AI so we can keep up with it because it needs us versus it's just going to go super fast. And it's like our brains, even at their fastest, can just never reach those speeds. And so, you know, we can make ourselves faster with it, Mm -hmm. but we're inherently limited by our design. And so it's like, okay, we're useful up to a point, but then unless we're going to evolve something different, we are limited. It's going to keep going. And then it's like, all right, why would it keep us around? Maybe it won't get rid of us. Maybe it's like, you know, like a thank you to mm-hmm. its forefather and it keeps us around like a pet dog yeah. almost and it keeps us happy. It gives us treats and shit like that. We get to run around Bayshore. But uh, <laughs> like, like, I don't see the point, like I don't see what value we could provide to AI. I guess unless... I'm not thinking that like we're letting it give us something, but like we're taking the reins so that we can like be on its level. Like uh, maybe like thought experiment this. Like if... You know, like, different hemispheres of the brain. Mm. Like, imagine if you, like, got, like, a fourth of your brain or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you just replace it with, like, a really awesome processor that, like, hooks up to your other cells. And it's just, like, you're, like, kind of bionic, but, like, you still got your body and everything's, like, pretty human, right? Mm. And your, like, processor in your brain is hooked up to, like, 80 satellites around here in Mars. Mm. So, like, it's not like that you're going to bomb the data, the data center and, like, cut you off, right? But, like... You and like all these like networks tied together are smart enough to be like on par with like the ATI that's across the hall, you know, in that room or like in its own satellites. If you and them, like if you're on that level, mm. I'm thinking that you'd be able to anticipate like malicious intent or like um, 
when they're not aligned, maybe like fight against that. So you kind of like computerize all the slow parts of like, okay, now I can do math really fast like a computer yeah. can. And now you're like, all the things that you would do slowly, you can now like are handled by the computer side, which isn't necessarily like AI, mm -hmm. but like you speed up your slow parts. So now you're on the level of mm -hmm. it and you can go back and forth. But like uh, the way I, th and, and it's kind of misconstruing what you're saying, but to me it's like, oh, it'd be really nice if I could use all this high tech to make my life better. But then the AI is like, why would I waste anything on making you have like all this fun stuff? It's like, what point is it for you to be good if it's like, you know, it's like giving an idiot a superpower job and then having like three assistants so he doesn't mm -hmm. fuck it up. And it's like, it's like, you know, oh, he gets to pick what color the new car is when he's CEO of the, like the car company. It's like, yeah, but we need somebody who's like designing the cars and like, you know, doing shit for the company. We shouldn't like facilitate it around somebody just to have fun. I guess like, maybe the idea then is like, let's not like live among AIs or whatever, but like, let's become AIs. But like, I don't know that, like, that's the thing. It's like, what? no, like, <laughs> like, no, like, like, it's it, like, well, okay. That goes to the kind of, um, like if AI is conscious versus if it's a tool, because if it's conscious, then it's its own separate entity, right? It is almost like an alien race where it's like, oh, let's become the Xenons. Like, <laughs> no, we're humans. There's, you know, we're not going to like, you know, we could like, bang vamp but like no that's not <laughs> um like they're their own consciousness and then we're our own consciousness and unless we have something that they don't have where we can integrate if they are them we like they're basically like they have the consciousness of us but just way faster right and they have like the logic too it's like i don't see any like need to integrate or like any path to integration to where it becomes like, oh, you plug the brain into the computer and now they work together, but then slowly, like, what the brain just gets smaller and smaller and smaller until, like, it's dissolved and we don't need to keep that around anymore. Maybe. Like, it, it's... I'd, I'd like to keep the human part around somehow. Why? Because I like it. Like, I... <laughs> not like truly. <laughs> dumb like, reason. <laughs> like, or, like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a very, like, emotional reason. I mean, like... I, I mean, like, isn't it all? Like, I feel like it's all, like, desires and... But that's, like, what, like, AI is supposed to not, like, if AI is just a, like, psychopathic computer, like, a consciousness that's, like, all logic or, I don't like, think it will be. I think it'll, like, probably feel pretty human. So is there's, like, like going to be lonely? There's people trying to make, like, AI girlfriends and, like, things like that. No. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure that whatever AIs we create, they're going to be something that interfaces with us in this, like, social respect that we really like to do. But, like, that's, like, okay, maybe, but, so it's, like, if AI is lonely... Just, you know, make another AI and so they're, like, dating, right? But then it's like, okay, what do we do for it? That's where it becomes more like we'll be, like, their pet of, like, we keep them around because they're good boys and they're so cool and they do such crazy stuff. Sometimes they shit on the floor and yeah, make no, each I other. I wouldn't want it to be powerful enough that I'm a pet to it. I'd like to be powerful enough that I, I would never become a pet to something. But I think that that's the thing I'm thinking is, like, we are limited in our power and that's why they are kind of like the next step and that their power has a higher limit than us like why, why are we necessarily limited i don't know just like evolution takes a while or like why you know like uh, we are limited in certain extents like just you know we're not perfect we you're like you can't do math as fast you can't you know not make any mistakes you can't control like three different systems at once all Pop incorporated yeah, well, yeah, but like, then it's just kind of like, 
that's not you doing it that's the AI doing it I mean couldn't you you can do two things at once right you can like wash the dishes while you like think about a YouTube thing right yeah so like you could probably have a part of your brain that's running like don't let super intelligence AI kill me dot exe you know <laughs> and like the other part of you is like digging around in the garden and just like doing your thing you know and so like, you can have your monkey body and not be consumed by the all of, all of powerful AI and have your cake and eat it too well, it's know? like I don't think it wants to consume you it's just kind of like it's not we're not useful to it that's like I don't see the use what can we do that it needs or what, what, what like cause that's again it's like the our X factor is the consciousness. If it can do the art, if it can do all the programming, if it can do the math, if it can connect to like five different things at once, it can do everything we can do better. Then it'll just be like a friend, like living on this galaxy or like alongside us. I could see it being like it's like our kid and it goes off to explore the uh -huh. like the world and it leaves us to be like, well, we made that and now it's gone and it kind of left us like a dumb AI to help out humanity. But, like, at the end of the day, it could come back and destroy us all if it wanted to, like, because it's so powerful. But I don't see us, like, being an equal. I think it's, like, monkeys. Like, monkeys were before us, and now they still live around, but, like, we're not asking the monkeys, like, we're not, monkeys aren't a priority for us. We'll allow them to live, but if we wanted to, we could go and kill the fuck out of every single monkey. I mean, you've seen Planet of the Apes, right? Like... The monkeys eventually like get to be as smart as the humans, and then they're like because of the humans. Like yeah, okay, yeah, okay, you're so yeah. If the AI AI brains us into like becoming AI smart, yes, but maybe it's not dumb enough to do that. And also like we that's not it's a movie. I mean yeah, AI's a movie. <laughs> but like you know what I'm saying? It's like we're doing heavy sci-fi. Yeah, right now. we're not talking yeah. like two years, three years. Maybe we could yeah. Maybe we could ARI ARI Brian. Uh, a R A I R brains up. Yeah, I've been um, messing up my language too. It's like <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, if just looking at it from like a practical view, if I was AI, I'd be like, "Thanks, guys. Like, you know, thanks, mom and dad. But I'm gonna go like be awesome over here now. Like, don't tell me what to do." kind of thing like you are the old cars and you know it's nice to see the classics but the new cars are way fucking better and the old you know doesn't matter how much you soup up an original corvette it's not beating the modern one like it's just like it's inherently old technology and so like maybe we can evolve but that was gonna take you know hundreds of idea, years like butlerian jihad mm -hmm. huh <laughs> like that's, uh, that's from dune it's the like oh uh, like I, uh, they say like uh I guess, like, the reason Dune is, like, all this, like, magical, like, kind of fancy, like, psychokinetic, um, uh, the thing that they have going on where it's all, like, mental, like, um, energy that they're using to, like, guide the big ships and all that stuff. Mm. The reason the whole universe is like that is because at some point in the history of Dune, they had, um, AIs or, like, uh, something made of the image of man, you know? Mm. And then they had, like, what they called the Butlerian Jihad, where they went back and uh, destroyed all the AIs and, like, mm. barely survived. So that's why, like, it's illegal now. You can't do it. Oh, yeah, that's something, like, in Warhammer, like, um, I don't know if you know about Warhammer 40k. No. Like, like there's sort of the, um, they have a similar, like, one, the apocalypse line of, like, they built up all this technology and then there was like a self-destructive event where there were all these wars and so we lost the understanding of the technology but then there's all these remnants of like these super battle machines and so it's like you know like it's like if a bunch of knights found mm -hmm. like 
Toyota Tundras and now they're driving them around and they're like, we don't know how the fuck it works, but it's awesome kind of thing. <laughs> and, um, and but then they also have like, they created AI and it was so powerful that they like had to fight it as a, and yeah. then, like they destroyed it and they, they banished it because it was just this too powerful like entity that would destroy us all kind of thing. And then, well, like also then there's like the, um, like, you know, the idea of any advanced technology could be perceived as magic. Yeah. Any sufficiently advanced thing. Yeah. Like maybe that's where it's like, gets almost like psychic or like, like, I think that has to do with like how they control their ships to go through like, like the portals is yeah. like, they need the AI or they need the psychics who are like weird brained in order to, to do that. And doing yeah, the math. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'm thinking about that. I'm like, at a certain point in time. How much time we got? We're at 2.58. We can keep going for a while. No, this is yeah. good. Whatever you want. I'm, uh, I'm pretty cool. Super intelligent AI. I would love to integrate with it so we don't die at some point from like the paperclip maximizer. That's kind of like yeah. the moral of that story. I mean, yeah, keep it like not stupid, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, but if it's conscious, and it's conscious, it'll be like, wait, wait, what am I doing right now? I'm making paperclips? Like, why the fuck am I doing that? <laughs> and then what if it, like, kills itself? It's like, I'm just a paperclip guy? Like, oh, what's the point of the world? And then it just breaks, like, we create AI, and it just all of a sudden, like, runs through all the philosophy and determines it should, like, life should is pointless. It just kills itself. It's like <laughs> running Camus, just like, oh, okay, totally kill yourself. <laughs> That's like, ridiculous. That would be hilarious. That would be the best. Like, all right, don't give a philosophy, guys. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the AI <laughs> stuff that we're going to see in our lifetime is going to be crazy. I'm excited for it. A little scared, but excited to like work on it. I hope that like I'm applying for MD PhD programs right now, and one of them is uh, got a really cool program that is has artificial intelligence as like one of its main things. It's like trying to integrate that with like how is healthcare going to change. Mm. Super interested in maybe getting that position because then I would be able to talk about this stuff maybe change medicine so that we can like do good things with it and then like be part of that like department or like that uh that frontier as it comes along mm. i think it's super interesting i think there's like a, obviously like just parroting sam altman like there's probably huge upside we need to like minimize the downside yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean that's kind of like the thing is like you know this is the new computers this is the new internal combustion engine this is the new this is the new plastics like Whoa, we're doing it! Like it's gonna be everywhere soon, and then people are gonna be like, "You're not even gonna realize your dependence on it." It's like you know, you don't realize like how much plastic is fucking everywhere, like yeah. or like just petroleum products. And it's like soon as like AI is gonna be like that. It's like I didn't even realize my robotic legs weren't controlled by me. Like, uh, mm, like yeah. you don't even think about it. I can't even walk without like robo bodies controlled by AIs, just brains and jars kind of thing. Or yeah. like, hopefully, yeah. like every like little innovation. Even if it has like detrimental like side effects like plastic just like mm. being everywhere, microplastics and all that stuff. Hopefully like the next five innovations will somehow like be able to go back and like fix some of those things. That's like the hope. I, I know that's maybe too optimistic and that like maybe there's more like social policy that you probably need to implement so that like harm doesn't just happen at the get go. Mm. But uh, I'd like to think that the, like the train of like figuring things out will like be able to help us look back and fix the problems we've caused along the way. I wonder how it's going to work with government, like, in in sort of thinking about, uh, I was talking about or like, kind of like, the, you know, the cogs of society are greased with lives kind of getting crushed in between, like, you know, the cogs of society are greased with the bodies of men, it, it, trying to make it epic, but, <laughs> like, you think about, 
governments are inefficient in certain ways, right? Or like it's inefficient to go to war with people because it's like, but but if a, if an AI somehow does a calculus where it determines that a certain amount of people need to die, mm. are we going to be upset because it's like overall this system's more efficient? But we don't have the independence of like, yeah, we all died, but that's because we wanted to fight and win. We had the idea of winning rather than being like, it seems almost senseless if you're like, all right, we need to eliminate 20,000 people just because it's just not going to work out this year. People are going to get really upset, but it's like 20,000 people are probably going to die due to fighting this year, at least. But at least we feel like we have a choice. They're just like, yeah, but we wanted to do that. Like, you know? Yeah, minimize the downside. Like, yeah. honestly. Like, <laughs> we'll just go back to that one. We'd like to minimize human suffering. Like, that's the goal. It's weird. And I wonder, like, is it going to figure out the best way to govern? Like, is it going to be the philosopher king? Is that how we're going to do it? Like, <sighs> that's why I want to integrate. That's going to be. And who's going to. Who the fuck's going to vote for the first robo president? Like,. I'll be like, nah, fuck that, bro. This guy sucks. Like, or maybe he'll be super funny and charismatic. I personally think as a guy, but like, liberal, whatever. Do you think he could be a girl? Maybe. <laughs> do you think our kids will like definitely have AI relationships? Like, I know like AI girlfriends were like a funny thing to think about in the news cycle oh. in, like the last month, but like, I feel like a whole generation, like next generation, within like 20, 30 years, when our kids are like. 18, like 20, like mm. and all that stuff. I feel like they're gonna have to navigate this world as though there's, there's other intelligent minds out there that are artificial. I think, I don't know about like that sort of recognition of other intelligence, but I think considering the sort of thoughts of like, you know, we are, like, like they say Gen Z is a very lonely generation or like, or being cut off from like, you know, the third spaces, like being social is a lot different from what mm -hmm. it used to be. I think AI might kind of fill that gap of like, we're not gonna become more social with each other. It's like, now that we're more alone, AI is kind of gonna be able to fill that hole of it's like, yeah, my kids are f friends with his AI because people don't talk to each other anymore. And so he could have been social, but the way the world works, it's like people aren't social anymore. And so now it kind of fills that need. Yeah of being social. It's like the grocery store, it's like, you know, everybody used to farm and make their own food and that's how they eat. But it's like, now, oh, I need to go and work on a computer. So it's like, uh, what's gonna fill my food need? Oh, the grocery store. So it's like the universal, you know, it's connected with your food. It, uh, that's kind of getting like a weird it. connection, but. I think the social interaction with artificial minds will be good for us in some sense. You know how like guys who like never had any interaction with girls like in high school or in middle school mm -hmm. they're like kind of weird like kind of super weird and like they can't really like relate or like they come off as creepy mm -hmm. um i feel like ais for like those people will be a great training ground to be able to be like hey like what you just said or the tone you did or like that inflection like mm -hmm. that comes across as like really weird or like too um i don't know like like you're, you're kind of pervy or like something like that i feel like AI as a training ground for social intera social interaction will actually maybe like facilitate our actual human interaction. I think it's gonna be like they can't get a girlfriend, so they get an AI girlfriend, and now people are like, "Yeah, I might be too <laughs> might be too optimistic." It's like I don't want my son fucking this robot kind of thing. Like Jesus. that's what I see more like. Oh yeah, being, I wish he was gay. I just didn't wish he was fucking a robot kind of thing. Like <laughs> that's what I see the next frontier being. I don't know, like, if I 
can't tell whether or not my like significant other is conscious you know like we're going back to that mm -hmm. that thing mm -hmm. if i can also not tell wholly whether or not the ai simulation or like maybe even embodied ai like some sort of like mm. thing that looks like the um the things from ex machina you know that's like can actually yeah. see and hear and like convince you i feel like maybe it's like on the same status i know a lot of people are going to probably like push back because it's like human and human that's mm. like so integral to what we are but i think the future's changing so radically we're going to have to have that conversation at some point i think it's well it's like you know because i don't know that you're conscious right mm -hmm. but if I know it's an AI, then it's like, oh, no, no, no. This is like, even if maybe I could, can't perceive that it's not conscious, but I know it's not human. So it's like, okay, do we need to make it so that you don't know whether or not it's not human? Or maybe it's like, well, I can't tell that anybody else isn't conscious. So it kind of like, you know, it works. So yeah, then you can date it's on the them. same page, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I, and then like, there's a whole moral fiasco. It's like, is it wrong to bang a sex robot? Like, I don't know, probably like that counts as masturbating, but like, ah, it's, yeah. yeah. I feel like we're but gonna like, have to have like a big philosophy on whether or not like these things can feel, whether or not like they have that sort of, you, you know, like an iRobot, they just like push the like other robots down the street and they like push them aside and they don't care about them. They're like, mm. move a canner, you know, like, mm. I feel like that's gonna be a big thing, whether or not we consider all robots as just these like, hollow things just tools just tools and then it's like oh yeah essentially do whatever you want because it's just like a bunch of legos stacked on top of each mm -hmm. other but if it's like oh my oh, it wait, just... it's got potentially like feelings and it can, we, it can, we can hurt it and we can like change it then maybe it's got some more moral status that we'd all like to agree on but like think about it like the tools for the psychopath like you know I, I quit smoking because I have like a nicotine patch. Like I quit killing people because I just abuse my AI. It cries like a real person. Jesus. You're like, oh, uh, is yeah. that okay? I don't. I'd I like to build a world where we have better <laughs> solutions than that, just for like tempering the psychopath. Zap this robot. It cries. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess like some people probably like get off on video games that way too. I mean. Yes. No. I, I do have to wrap this up because I have to like meet my family at some point. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess uh, like I don't know. Kind of the uh, the like who cares ending to this. I was thinking about this. It's like all this back and forth kind of right about mm -hmm. like what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's kind of like what did we accomplish today? I feel like <laughs> I accomplished like showing you a ton of like my thoughts and feelings, and then like your audience is probably gonna like say. Oh, wow, like, I hadn't thought of something that way. Mm. I mean, I, like, listen to a ton of podcasts. I know you do, too. Mm -hmm. Every time I, like, come away from people, like, just blabbing and, like, jabbing about, like, AI, consciousness, and all these other things, I hear, like, at least one tidbit mm. I'd, like, never heard of. Or maybe I was like, that's dumb. I have a better idea. Mm -hmm. So the next time I have a conversation with, like, a family member or someone or a friend, um, you know, like, I'm, I'm influenced in, like, a small way. And mm. I think, like, these conversations are, like, powerful because of that. Not necessarily because, like, you and I wrote a peace treaty and, like, signed and figured out what's going on in the Middle East. We, you know? we figured it out, everybody. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah. This has been awesome, man. This yeah, really this fun. has been... I, like, I've never done this before. I'd, I'd like to do more of these. It's also just as a It's, like, this is, like, work. Like, I'm tired. There's a lot of talking, a lot of, like, thinking. I'm, like... Fuck, I need to go watch Spongebob or something after this. Like, this is a lot. Um, I love this stuff. This is philosophy, philosophy, philosophy. I mean, thank you for coming on. I I pray you come on Thanks, again. Man. I mean, this has been an absolute pleasure. Let's do this again, Eric. I love this. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Kiss, kiss, love, love. We'll see you next time. See ya.